Florida couple managed to turn happy hour into a rather unhappy evening after they both got tossed behind bars for fighting over booze in the parking lot of a Dollar General store. Oh my god! I mean, that's that's got to be on the uh, white trash family feud right. as like a ninety-nine percent of respondents. <laughs> Doesn't that sound like a squabble that you would see if they had a Just Ducky tour, but for white trash in Florida? <laughs> and here, you'll see. I feel like a there's a native should, Florida couple. There should be a hotline for Dollar General store managers that's just like, if you have a woman giving birth in your parking lot, press one. <laughs> if you have a drunk couple fighting over Boone's Farm, press two. Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. It's three minutes after six at DVE. Here's the Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Dormont Appliance. Dozier. It's 67 degrees at DVE. I'm Val Porter. Police in Maryland say the gunman who killed five people at a local newspaper had a long history of disputes with the paper. Police say the gunman was 38-year-old Jared Ramos of Laurel, Maryland. Ramos allegedly opened fire Thursday at the offices of the Capitol Gazette in Annapolis, killing five people and injuring several others. Ramos filed a defamation suit against the newspaper in 2012. That lawsuit was dismissed. U.S. Capitol Police say hundreds of protesters were arrested during the Women's March on Capitol Hill. Over a thousand people gathered at the Senate yesterday to protest Trump the Trump administration's immigration policies. The protesters chanted, we care and abolish ICE as they marched from the Department of Justice to the U.S. Capitol. The National Weather Service is confirming reports two tornadoes touched down in Westmoreland County Wednesday night. Investigators say damage along Whitfield Drive and Henry Road in Unity Township was caused by a tornado with winds between 70 and 80 miles per hour. Tornado damage also confirmed in Mount Pleasant. It's expected to be a busy travel holiday along the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Officials are anticipating about 750,000 vehicles on the toll road today, another 700,000 next Friday, and representatives say Tuesday and Thursday of next week could be nearly as busy with about 650,000 vehicles anticipated every day. Men are much less likely to receive preventative health care than women, Armin Brot, a men's health expert in San Francisco, says a lot of guys don't go to the doctor because of the big boys don't cry attitude and the fact they don't feel comfortable talking about their issues to female staffers. So that means men aren't being screened for high cholesterol, high blood pressure, diabetes and prostate cancer. As a result, Brot says the average man dies five years sooner than a woman. He says men owe it to their families to get annual physicals and see a doctor when they're not feeling well. Well, tattoos have definitely become mainstream, and as long as you don't have any on your face or your neck, you're, you know, not really looked at. You know, people don't really look down at you Mm. anymore. It's not odd. But today, not everybody has tattoos. It's more common in some countries than other. Italy, almost 50% of their population has tattoos, 48%. Wow. That's a lot. In Sweden, it's 47%. The U.S., 46%. Australia and Argentina, 43%. The survey also found around the world that 32% of people between the ages of 14 and 29 have tattoos, and 79% of those who have been inked have no regrets about their tattoos. No regrets. I I, I thought of a tattoo that I was going to get, and then I was like, no, that's dumb. Is that the Steelers one? No, I was going to get a tattoo of like my daughter's birth, birth date, and like all of my nieces and nephews birth dates oh my god as like script yeah 
And then I was like, that's just dumb. You can just your put kids. a reminder in your phone. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. You don't need tattoo. Well, that's actually how it started, because I was like, oh, I feel bad. I don't remember when my nephew's birthday is. <laughs> if I got a tattooed on myself, like the guy from Memento. Yeah. No Not, more worrying about that. Be a good way to remember. I don't remember any of my nieces or nephews' birthdays. Um, like, there's a nice system we have in place. The parent of my nephew or niece whose birthday is coming up usually texts me about- A reminder? 48 hours before. Hey, dumb dumb, <laughs> you better overnight something. Ah, thanks. I mean, you should get that as a tattoo. Hey, hey dumb dumb, you should overnight, <laughs> overnight something. Overnight something, yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad one. I'm sure Amazon Prime does tattoos. <laughs> oh, are you kidding me? Jeff Bezos is going to be offering them pretty soon so that when you walk into Whole Foods, your Prime discount goes right. into effect you immediately. Have a, you have a barcode you tattooed on you. scan it. Would you get a tattoo? If it was a tattoo you really wanted and it was expensive, like say it's like $1,000, $2,000, would you get a tattoo if they did it for free but you also had to have like an Amazon Prime logo at the bottom of the tattoo? No. Not at all. I, I mean... Well, you don't have a tattoo. Yeah, people I, would. A lot of people would. I bet you there's a lot of people out there that have tats, like bad ones that can't afford to get a great one. That would like, yeah, I'll rock that. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll I, rock just the logo as a tattoo. I don't care. I mean, I I have no doubt that's in the future. Like yeah. that's coming pretty soon. Oh, yeah. Hey, get an Amazon tattoo and enjoy two months of free Prime membership. <laughs> Our bodies are going to become like human NASCARs. Just Wonder Bread, <laughs> just all stuff like Hulu, yeah, Netflix, yeah. That's 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 coming down the pike. If you don't see it, you know what? There's probably a Black Mirror episode about that, Val. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Simmons is facing another rape accusation. The Hollywood Reporter said yesterday a former assistant at Def Jam Recordings is claiming Simmons tried to sexually assault her while she was sleeping in 1994. She says the two of them had a consensual sexual relationship, but the alleged assault took place after she broke things off. She is the 17th woman to accuse Simmons of sexual misconduct in the past seven months. And Toolfront man Maynard James Keenan denying a rape allegation made on social media. In a Twitter post yesterday, Keenan called the allegation posted last week a despicable false claim that only does damage to the Me Too movement. An anonymous Twitter user last week alleged Keenan raped her on a tour bus in 2000 when his other band a perfect circle was on tour the alleged victim says she was 17 at the time and keenan was 36 when the alleged attack occurred finally a public memorial for late pantera and hell yeah drummer vinnie paul will be held sunday in dallas it'll take place at the bomb factory and start at 3 p.m central time that specific time is what he used to refer to as dime time which is a tribute to his brother, Dimebag Daryl. Mm-hmm. Uh, the event comes after a private funeral Paul's family has set for tomorrow. He is expected to be buried alongside his late mother and late brother, uh, Dimebag Daryl. He's also going to be buried in a kiss cas- casket. Yeah, Paul Stanley oh, tweeted wow. about that yesterday, yep. that he was going to provide the casket. Yep. I mean... And his brother was buried in a kiss, cas- kiss casket, too, I think. Talk about branding. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> 
forecast today, fog this morning, but sunny and steamy today. 90 for the high. It's 68 at DVE. It is the DVE morning show, and today is a great day. We have the DVE Comedy Festival kicking off tonight at the Byam Theater, and all of the participants will be live in studio. We're going to have Burt Kreischer here. We're going to have Rory Scovel here, Brad Williams, Sarah Tiana, packed house. Uh, expected this morning. A lot of people in here. I watched, uh, I rewatched Rory Scovel's Netflix special last night. And Rory Scovel does stand up for the first time. It might be the funniest special on Netflix. It uh, definitely has my favorite open that I've ever seen. Oh, there's no doubt. <laughs> and you don't even mean the sketch that opens it. You no, mean his? No, I mean his oh, actual first words. Yeah, the, hilarious. I mean, I was laughing so Thank hard. Thank you, Atlanta. Thank you, Atlanta. And then his first question to the audience. Yeah, is, he asks them if they do anal. And then it never, but he just does it over and over and over and over and over. Who does anal? And over, and over. Who does anal? anal, anal. Show of hands. Who anal. Who here does anal? Show this of is hands. the show. Anyone? This is the show. Anyone do anal? This is the show. This is it. <laughs> this is the show. Who does anal? Who does Who anal? Who does anal, though? You? Anal? Anal. Show of hands. Anal. Uh, and then, <laughs> It's so funny. It caught me so off guard. And just with all the seriousness, and, you know, just I, I feel like a lot of comics are, uh, like myself, like racking our brain, trying to think up these witty things that are just, you know, you overthink things sometimes, and then he comes up there and just is straight silly with it and i i just love that special oh it's so funny he's going to be at the bime theater tonight it's sold out there are tickets for tomorrow's uh podcast shows the doug benson doug loves movies podcast and burt kreischer staying overnight and doing the burt cast live from the rex theater tickets available for those at dve.com so you can jump on that and uh and join us sean collier will be in early also this morning, he'll be a part of the Arcade Comedy Theater show tonight. Sean will be reviewing Sicario 2. Sicario. And Uncle Drew. At first, when I first read that, I thought that was the name of the movie. Sicario 2 and Uncle Drew. <laughs> I didn't Electric think Electric Tube? Yeah. Or Electric Boogaloo? Just kind of like, yeah, Owen Wilson playing Uncle Drew. Oh, geez, guys, what'd you get us into? <laughs> um, wow. So Sean will be in at 7 o'clock for that. Oh, boy. It's going to be uh, hot in here today, Val. I hope. Yeah. Well, you have your winter coat on again. <laughs> you warned me. It's I not did. a winter coat. It's a spring jacket. I did tell you. We're going to turn the AC on. It's Describe for everybody on. what you're wearing right yeah. now, though. I have a hooded sweatshirt. that Very I Very thick hooded it's sweatshirt. It's like my uh, Mr. Rogers sweater. I just keep it in my office because I'm always cold. Mm-hmm. And I just have a, um, a spring jacket on over it. It looks like you're going outside in March. <laughs> It well, really does. Like early March. might be that cold in here today. Not as soon as all that body heat gets in here. Chrysler's going to be pounding booze. and oh, the, Good. Yeah, the Steam body up in here, Bert. is going to... Bert's body heat will warm you. up against me. <laughs> Bert's body heat will warm you up. Uh, so that's coming up. They'll all be here at 8 o'clock. Bon Jovi gets us going on TV. I love being here in Plum. Let me tell you something. I love being in Plum so much. The first time I was in Plum, it inspired me to write a song about it because I could not believe how hard partying and badass the women of Plum were. And then as I kind of got along in, in, in my travels, I saw that Plum is representative of all of Western PA, but it was inspired right here by you ladies, the girls of Western PA. Will I? 
girls of Western PA Cause they can drink harder than most men their age They'll beat you in golden tea, turn round and say Don't mess with a girl from Western PA Well I once had a cousin who took up in plum He soon found out people there drank till they're numb his first night out drinking, he asked me, surprise. Why did the girls seem drunker than the guys? Well, I told him these girls were just raised that way. Then two of them came over, smiled, and said, Hey, libations we offered, but they'd only say, We're trying to throw darts and you are in the way. I love the girls of Western PA, because they can drink They'll be you in golden tea, turn round and say Don't break with a girl from Western PA Well, I once knew a girl who summered in France Italy and Spain where she flamenco danced She spoke of her travels and ventures abroad And a girl from Carrick turned round and said Oh my God, do you mean to tell me that you crossed the Atlantic? to Versailles and Verona cause you thought them romantic I could have saved you money if you had the travel itch cause we've got both them towns right here you dumb bitch Well I love the girls of Western PA cause they can drink harder than most men their age they'll beat you in golden tea turn round and say Messed with a girl from Western If the women's room's lines are too long, they just think that they'll walk in the men's room and pee in the sink. <laughs> if they vomit before last call, you'll off hear them say, Give me a shot of Rumpelman's to wash out the taste. Well, I love the girls of Western PA, cause they can drink harder than most men their age. They'll beat you at Golden Tea, turn round and say Don't with the girl from Western PA Western PA Ah uh, yes, the girls of Western PA, Val Porter there uh, Yes, yeah. An oldie but a goodie Yeah, from Xander's uh, road trip uh, back in the day there Oh yeah Hey yeah, dude Xander's Well, Xander's action uh, Mike Pursuta out Tim Benz will be filling in with a sports update for you when we come back here momentarily more uh, as the Penguins uh, situation continues to shake out and we wait for the uh, the official terms from the the Jack Johnson situation which everybody is weighing in on now everybody's a Jack Johnson expert <laughs> you know what Jack Johnson only had one bad year Jack Johnson hey no Jack Johnson's going to be good for this team Jack Johnson's terrible. I mean, he's friends with Sid, so that's a good thing about Jack Johnson. This is a horrible allocation of resources. Jack Johnson. Should have kept Ian Cole. Sports coming up next, DVE. DVE Sports. Mike Pursuit is still off, and Tim Benz filling in with your sports this morning on the DVE Morning Show. Benzie, what's going on? Brought to you by Mattress Firm to start here in the 6 o'clock hour on the DVE Morning Show. We get ready for NHL Free Agency, which starts Sunday at noon in the National Hockey League. Of course, the Penguins already poised to sign Jack Johnson, the defenseman. That's been a widely rumored report. Uh, and let's give credit where it's due to Jason Mackey, right? Just re- <laughs> reinforce that. Absolutely. Story, right? uh, well, it was kind of interesting to go around 
not only Twitter yesterday to get the reaction of Pittsburghers to this news, as you guys were suggesting before I got in studio, but also some of the international reaction across the border up in Canada and some of the outlets here nationally in the U.S. as well. Here's what Frank Saravalli said on TSN. Don't expect the Penguins to just be silent even if the Johnson signing comes to fruition. To me, I think the Pittsburgh Penguins need to focus on their defense here. They've been linked in talks to free agent defenseman Jack Johnson on a potential long-term deal that could be announced as soon as Sunday. I don't think they're anything close to being done on that front yet because they've been involved in so many different conversations around the league. The Pittsburgh Penguins for sure remain a team to watch over the next handful of days. Yeah, there have been some rumors still that they might have an interest in trying to talk Rick Nash out of retiring, which has been a rumor. There's still discussions that they might try to swing a deal for Jeff Skinner, but as our Jonathan Bambouli at the Trib said to Jim Rutherford two days ago when they started their prospect camp, now we're getting into money in, money out territory. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to bring salary on board. Some salary is going to have some. to go. All right. So get prepared for that if they bring somebody new in. Somebody you like is probably going out the door, whether that's Haglin or Mata or Derek Broussard or Tristan Jari, people like as a goalie prospect. Some of these pieces are going to have to go to get someone of consequence in. Grabner, another rumored name. Yeah, I would like to see Grabner. I, th- I think that, that that more than Rick Nash is... is oh, sure. Yeah, I would think yeah. so, too. I mean, you know, the idea of like, oh, oh, we can dust off and ring a little bit of hockey out of these guys. I hate that idea. But... Um, right, it's a hockey club, not a bar rag. When it Let's comes go. to jettisoning, jettisoning players... Uh, the Penguins always seem to have this like plethora of goalies. Like they, they just seem to be able to like pull another backup up who's great, uh, you know. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do end up dealing somebody. That Jari's one of the the uh, top candidates. The Gustafson thing pinched though because he was a great long term buffer. Like when he was here, I felt a lot better about Jari being a trade chip. Uh, now that Gustafson is gone, like I just mm-hmm. think DeSmith is going to be an okay backup. Like yeah. I think Jari can be. A really good goaltender in this league. Well, they they were uh, they were really pushing to see if what the Smith could do last right. year. Yeah, they seem to like. I think Sullivan likes him a little bit more than Jari right now, and that might be where the rub is goaltending wise. I don't know what you guys thought, but I, I mean, I heard you talking about it coming in. I think some of the reaction to the Johnson thing is over the top. Oh, it's way, way over the top. I mean, like there are some people who are building it up to be way too important of a signing, and then there are others who are acting like they've crippled themselves against the salary cap for decades <laughs> well, to come. There's a fundamental misunderstanding. Yeah. You know, with two championships comes a slew of fans who don't necessarily understand all the intricacies of the sport. And there are some that understand the intricacies on a statistical level that are trying to apply that to much bigger thinking. Just because he's not a great uh, you know, like analytics player, right? That doesn't mean that the three million dollars against the cap in the year twenty twenty two is going to be cumbersome. They can get around this if it doesn't work out. Look, look, look what just happened with you. Just saw it with the same guy as replacing and Matt Hunwick. You can get around this stuff. Yeah. Look at what the Caps did with Brooks Orpic, and the Caps going to keep going up and up. Like I don't think three million dollars is going to be this huge albatross. If that's what it ends up being, if no. If that's what it ends up being, and I think he can still get better. I think they can pump the well there a little bit right. i think it, it, when the when the uh the playoffs roll around that's a that's a type of player that you can see his minutes go up and you'll be happy that that he made this move i think you know, uh, Madden might have been guys. onto something with the prospect of him playing with justin schultz because then that kind of helps evenly distribute the minutes between the three pairs if you can then more rely on mata to be with alexiak as opposed to right. if, if johnson doesn't work out and you can more evenly distribute the minutes between the three. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see what they decide to do once training camp starts and if, in fact, it does become official 
over the weekend. NBA free agency unofficially starts on Sunday as well. LeBron James, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard in a trade may all be on the move. Pirates play the Padres in San Diego uh, this weekend. Joe Musgrove, Trevor Williams, Jamison Tyon will be the starting rotation for the series. Manager Clint Hurdle talks about the contagious hitting the Pirates discovered Wednesday and their come-from-behind victory against the Mets. It's it's kind of crazy, but it seems like every year that I'm fortunate enough to be involved in this game, we talk about more things being contagious. <laughs> and you could feel it in the dugout. Pirates uh, won that series in Queens. Now they take on the Padres, who are almost as bad as the Mets. 36-47. and 47. Pirates are 38-42. and 42. Steelers are catching a break. No Jameis Winston in Week 3 in Tampa on Monday Night Football. Did you catch that yesterday? Yeah. Yep. He uh, apparently back in 2016 groped an Uber driver, and now he is being suspended for it. It's, One star. How about the irony here? Week 3, Tampa, Pittsburgh, that's exactly the same scenario as when Charlie Batch took over for the Steelers against Tampa during Roethlisberger's suspension back in 2010. And now they've got Ryan Fitzpatrick who will be taking over for Jameis Winston. As long as it's not Mike Glennon. Right, exactly. <laughs> you don't have, to, don't have to worry about the torture of Mike Glennon for oh, another four years. Well, I actually can't say that because in four years, Mike Glennon might be on four more teams, all playing against Pittsburgh. <sighs> who knows? Um, interesting clip here from Matt Williamson, who's on with me on ESPN Pittsburgh this week. Talking about Le'Veon Bell being in the uh, top five of NFL players, he says he doesn't even have him in his top five of running backs. He's my fifth-ranked running back. David Johnson's number one, and I think he's kind of out of sight, out of mind, and that's not fair to him. But uh, he, to me, stands alone. Then Gurley, then Elliott, and the one that everyone's going to not give me credit for, but I think Alvin Kamara is a very, very special player and is not fluky and is every bit the receiver Bell is much more of a big play threat. Yeah, he doesn't have the body of work or the workload, you know, that Bell does, but I just worry that Bell's declining a little bit. Oh, sorry, his fifth-ranked running back. Right. And he was the fifth player overall in that NFL Top 100 thing. Kamara was a rookie last year, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, he was. Um, Williamson also kind of agreed with David Carr about that Ben Roethlisberger thing. He's got Ben as his number 10 quarterback in his rankings. I'm going to interview David Carr for the Trib. On uh, we'll see around five o'clock today, so we'll have some audio of him on Monday talking Good. about why he put Ben where he did. I'm gonna call Ben and see if he wants to want to challenge David Carr, rank David Carr in football. <laughs> where do you put and, David and Carr in the, uh, yeah, in the ESPN analysis. family of cars? Yeah. Where do you put David Carr? Yeah. I know it's not number one. <laughs> no. I can tell you that. And then lastly, this is playing off of what the uh, Val gave us in news at the top of the hour about the uh, burial for Vinnie Paul, the drummer for yeah. Pantera. Might want to ride this a little low, Joe, back there in the studio. That is uh, Vinnie Paul and Dimebag Daryl and the rest of Pantera back in 1999 when they recorded the Dallas Stars goal song. There's a deep connection between Vinnie Paul and the sport of hockey. He is a hockey nut. Really? He got linked up with the Stars when they first moved from Minnesota. Richard Matvichuk and Craig Ludwig were on their Harleys doing a little bike tour. They pulled over this roadside bar, and sure enough, there's Vinnie Paul drinking in the bar. He recognized them as Minnesota North Stars the year that they wow. just recognized their faces, struck up a lifetime friendship, was basically like a mascot for the team. 
They win the Stanley Cup 1999. The after party is at Vinnie Paul's house. And apparently the legends are such that it makes the pool scene with Mario Lemieux in 1992 look like nothing. There's a fantastic story that Mike Hike of the Dallas Morning News wrote about this. If you are a metal fan, if you are a hockey fan, you've got to read this story. The, the links between these guys went on for years, and I had no idea. I didn't know that no, he was that much either. of a hockey devotee. Wow, but he was cool. in the victory parade when they won the cup in '99. <laughs> really? That's yes. amazing. Did they give him like a kit on a flatbed? I no. I, that he had his cool. face painted like Heiko found a great photo of the victory parade with Vinnie Paul that he put on the front page of NHL.com. It's a fantastic story. Vintage photos, old interviews when they won the cup. It's it's great stuff. Tim Benz. With your sports this morning on DVE, Prasuda uh, taking some much-needed R&R before he gets embedded at Steelers camp. And just a little bit of a teaser, we're going to have an opportunity for you to be like Mike. That's right, an ultimate Steelers fan (laughs) prize package coming down the pike to be like Mike. Oh, yeah. That's right. Embedded with embedded. the Pittsburgh Steelers. Speaking of that, I understand there's a little rumor out there that we are all being moved this year, that all the radio shows are going to be yeah. up away from the hilltop. Yeah. And right in the entrance. To the cafeteria? No, not the cafeteria, where all the fans come in daily. Oh. Yeah. Talk about embedded. Yikes. <laughs> We're going to be embedded, like right at the main entrance, from what I understand. Val, what do you got at the top of the hour? We're going to talk about the fact that you don't have to be nice to your partner when they're going through a tough time. And it's the DVE Comedy Fest, the start tonight at the Biome Theater. All of the participating comics will be live in studio. Bert Kreischer, Rory Scovel, Brad Williams, Sarah Tiana, they'll all be live with us here. Christmas I don't know. morning. I don't know what we're going to do. I have no idea how this is going to turn out, but usually this turns out to be a blast. So and You're tempting um, me with Burt's Jameson in front yeah. of me the whole time here. It's been a long <laughs> week for me. I've been doing three jobs. I might steal a sip. Uh, you, are, uh, you are welcome to it, my friend. All right. That's all in the way. Plus, Sean Collier reviewing a couple of flicks for you uh, that'll be in the theaters this weekend, which might be a nice respite from the heat because it's going to be hot as hell all week. It's the DVE morning show. Very excited for the comics to be in later this morning for tonight's uh, DVE Comedy Festival at the Biome Theater, the first show. Uh, tonight's tonight's two shows are both sold out at the Biome and Arcade Theaters, respectively. It's going to be a great night. Bert Kreischer and Brad Williams. Oh, my God, Brad. I, Brad I don't, there's, Brad's a monster. We got all headliners. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like It's going to be tough to... I, I, I was just telling somebody this. I said, you know, th- this show has become... An absolute nightmare to close. Like, whoever is the ultimate headliner has a tough, tough job because it's just killers. Yeah. Jim Brewer did the first year. That was very tough, but he did it. I think the second year was Amy Schumer. Yep. And uh, also, difficult job because she had uh, Chris Porter, Eliza Schlesinger, Matt Bronger, and you before her. And uh, Harlan Williams. Harlan Harlan did one of the most brilliant things I've ever seen. Yeah, great. Harlan Williams tied in elements of everybody's acts who went on stage before him. He went out and started just weaving a thread through material that everyone else had done. And it was really awkward because everyone in attendance was sitting there thinking, doesn't he know that Bill just did that joke? Right. Doesn't he know Brian Callen did that joke? Whoever it was that year. I don't remember yeah. who else was on the Yeah, bill, Callen but. was on that one. Uh, and he, uh, and Tommy Jonigan. That one was Tommy Jonigan, Nikki Glazer, Brian Callen, Harlan Williams. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then the next year it was Jim Norton, Michael Che, Tom Segura, Christina, Christina Pajitsky. Yeah. 
I mean, just ridiculous. And then the next year, Brett Ernst, Roy Wood Jr., Jimmy Schubert, and Chris D'Elia. Yeah. Yeah, so this year, Burt Kreischer, Brad Williams, Rory Scovel, Saratiana, and Bill Crawford. That's tonight. Very much looking forward to, that, forward to this. Uh, well, they'll be in studio in about an hour and ten minutes. Val, this yes. is your nightmare. The oldest person, not just the fact that I'm turning the air conditioning down to <laughs> the high 60s. The oldest person ever lived to be 122. So it seems like that's about the, the limit for human aging. 122 years old. Too, way too old. That's about 40 years past Val's uh, At least. desired expiration date. <laughs> if not, you like would think... 50. By this point in time, out of the billions of people that have walked the earth, someone would have lived longer than that if we were capable to, right? Right. But not according to a new study. There might not be any limit to how old people can get. The researchers studied data from Italy from 2009 to 2015, and they found a strange phenomenon. As you get older and approach 80, your chances of dying go up a lot every year. But after 80, those chances basically stop going up. Oh, damn it. You just got to make it through the 80s. If you make it to 100... I made it through the 80s once. I can do it again. If you make it to 105 years old... Oh, my God. Your chances of dying totally level off. You got around a 60% chance of passing away every year, but that's it. So you have a 40% chance to live every year. Now, with that annual 60% chance of dying, eventually those odds catch up with everyone. But in theory, some lucky person, they say, could beat the odds over and over. Flipping a coin. Well, it wouldn't be like flipping a coin, but you know what I mean. Flipping a slightly weighted coin. And with modern medicine, 130 is just around the corner. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. And then... We're not meant to live forever. Then 150 is right around the corner. And then they say 200 is conceivable within the lifetime of stupid people walking the earth today. I'd like to live to 200 if I didn't look horrible. You know what I mean? Now, this is that's a distinct possibility. A lo- yeah, you're not Yeah, but it's it might be like your odds of dying it levels off. You like right. can only look so old. Right. Well, people yeah, are you used don't... to you looking that bad, right? <laughs> you don't get any more wrinkled or decrepit looking. Before you start making plans for your 200th birthday, a couple of catches here. One, it's all still theoretical. No one's actually lived that long yet. Number two, nobody wants to live that long except for Bill. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah you, I don't want to live that long. No way. My dad is uh, like, you know, half halfway to 78, Seven, you know, 77, going strong. And he... It, I, I, he wants to be able to do the stuff he did when he was 50, and he thinks he can, but his body will not let him. Right. Here's the one thing that happens. I don't care who you are. I don't care how in shape you are. When you get old, you just fall asleep all over the place. <laughs> I mean, you fall asleep Anywhere. everywhere. I'd do that now. Is it quiet? <clears throat> Snoring in no time. Asians can do that, too. I've seen Steve Byrne sleep every <laughs> single place I've ever been with him. Uh, he can just fall asleep. It's in the middle of a bus station. You can't do that? Snoozing. Not at all. Oh, my oh, I God. I can do it anywhere. Me I too. can sleep anywhere. 
You haven't been doing this job long enough. One one or two more years, you'll you'll start doing it. Ten more years. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the Ten second... more years and I'll, I'll want to die right away. <laughs> the second yeah. catch. That might be it, too. <laughs> they use a pretty small sample since there just aren't that many people over 100 to get data from. So it's not exactly rock-solid scientific but... fact, but they are floating that idea now that, you know what? It's not as if there's some limit. This could happen. Well, yeah, you can be kept alive forever by machines. And... My guess. But... What is your quality of life? I mean, wh- how old was the guy who just euthanized? He had them euthanize him in Sweden. Oh yeah, he, w- he, he was like a hundred and... something, hundred two maybe, yeah. something like that. He's like, this is not how I want to live. This is there is no quality of life. Yeah, look, I I think I'm getting to the point now where if I had Netflix, Spotify, I mean iHeartRadio, put me in a jar. And set me in front of Netflix. If I could have Netflix, <laughs> iHeartRadio, and possibly Twitter. Not me. I'd be like, all right, we can do this. I mean, also companionship, I would like that. And uh, Uber Eats, Grubhub, something like yeah, that. Yeah, see, look at all that stuff. But what if you, you can't eat? What if you, right, what if you can't eat? Or everything you eat just ends has up. to be purified and shot in a tube in your stomach. No, no, no. You won't need food. If you're being kept alive like that, you won't need... Well, not if you're in like a comatose state or something. I see. I want to be like a head in a box like the genie in Kiwi's Playhouse. Yeah. Just for the the girls to open up and ask me questions. Dad, I have a question. Open up the box. Not me. Grind me up and plant a tree on me. Oh God! <laughs> that sounds like dirty talk. <laughs> <laughs> Geriatric oh, dirty talk. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Grind is... me up and plant a tree on me. <laughs> this is Val sex talk. Oh yeah! Turn me into mulch mm, and cremate me. <laughs> Emphasis on the first part of that word. Right. <laughs> Make sure you cremate me first. Yes, and then Daffodil City all over me. <laughs> word these studies like this like your survival chances increase by 50 percent no one is gonna survive no one ultimately it's not like you're gonna live forever nobody's coming out of this alive <laughs> four. yeah i mean at 104 it could happen at any time anyway you talk about doing this in about six or seven oh. years <laughs> <laughs> he's cutting it off early <laughs> finally you see things my way <laughs> now what's the point <laughs> We're doomed. Let's get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I mean, we get rid of Latang, and then, you know, <laughs> since, since, you know, last days, we don't have a shot, you know. No, ch- no more championships. It's the Mason Rudolph What's era. The yeah, you know. Lester Holt isn't doing the news for <laughs> Pittsburgh anymore. Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. Oh, it's going to be hot this weekend, Valerie. It's going to be super hot all over the country. Yeah, pretty miserable temperatures this weekend. Here's a Channel 11 Severe Weather Center forecast brought to us by Bridgeville Appliance. It is always scorching hot the night of the DVE Comedy Festival. (laughs) Don't leave your grandparents in, in the car this weekend. 
It is uh, 63 degrees now. The news brought to us by Xfinity from Comcast. And state environmental officials are issuing a code orange air quality alert for the Pittsburgh region. Uh, Kids, the elderly, those with respiratory problems should limit their time outside. Officials say those anticipated high temperatures could impact ozone levels and lower the air quality. Pittsburgh's mayor says he will urge a judge to increase bond for a police officer charged in the shooting death of seven. 17-year-old Antoine Rose. Mayor Bill Peduto told demonstrators Thursday he will make the request of Allegheny County's president judge. Officer Michael Rosfeld is on home confinement after the death of Rose. And it's reported a lawsuit unrelated to the death of Antoine Rose is pending against Officer Rosfeld. Channel 11 reporting the suit stems from an incident at the Garage Door Saloon last December while he was employed by Pitt. Attorneys aren't saying exactly what happened in that incident. Say goodbye to Toys R Us. The bankrupt toy retailer closing all of its 740 U.S. stores today. The 70-year-old company announced it would close last March after failing to find a buyer or restructure its debt. Joffrey the Giraffe, uh, the 16-foot-tall Toys R Us mascot, is heading from corporate headquarters in Wayne, New Jersey, to the uh, Bristol-Myers Squibb Children's Hospital in New Brunswick. Before he's taken off to the graveyard? Or? I, I don't know. <laughs> not going to be euthanized. Oh, no? I don't know. He'll go I thought to that the, was part of the deal. No, there's a mascot retirement home where he'll go with <laughs> all of the other de- store, department store and cereal box mascots he'll, he'll that haven't made it. in that, that children's palace beyond the pearly gates. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of old mascots, do you remember? I, this, I read this somewhere. It popped up. The, remember the Frito Banditos? No, uh, like the Frito corn chips. Hold on, mascot. I I need to look it up because I feel like I remember Chester the Cheeto. It's hilarious that the Frito. Oh, he's Bandito. still around. He's is still he still around? around? Oh, he's dude, still. I don't remember the Frito Banditos, but wow, is that racist? <laughs> I know that is so racist. <laughs> I'm thinking that was probably seventies. Well, maybe I, early eighties. I don't know. I have a hard time with that when you just say it's racist. Like. Is it racially insensitive? Maybe that's the way to say it. I don't know. I mean, because I'm okay if the Frito Bandito is is uh, has uh, you know Does citizenship. He... I, I'm not against him voting. <laughs> <laughs> I want him. I want the Frito want Bandito to have to equal rights. Steal my Fritos. But does he? Yeah. Does he cross the border just to steal your chips? That now that's that, not cool. Right. Again. I, I don't. Depends on what light he's portrayed. I don't know. Hopefully he's not coming with the little banditos. Hopefully he keeps them at home because I can't see bear to see the Frito no. Bandito separated. Separate from yeah, his, exactly. Yeah. From his Nearly, Bandito family. Chester Cheetah is probably like, welcome, Jeffrey. Come on <laughs> yeah. in. I want you to meet mm-hmm. Toucan Sam over there in the corner. <laughs> There's the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs guy. Just as much a retired mascot. Is the tricks. Is the Toucan retired? I haven't, I don't know, man. Do they even make Fruit Loops anymore? Oh, yeah, oh I'm made, sure. Of yeah. course. Is the toucan on the Fruit Loop thing? Yes. What about that frog that used to do? Sh- uh, oh, the sugar smacks. Smack sugar smacks. The sugar on that, sugar. Smacks. I think he overdosed, dude. I mean, t- calling those things smacks. The the drug parallel there is just a little <laughs> bit too right on the money. King you know? vitamin. King He's vitamin out. looked like such a perv. Like a little bit. King vitamin looks like he was let out of his house in handcuffs at some point <laughs> by federal investigators carrying a, carrying a hard drive behind him. <laughs> Marlboro man. <laughs> oh, well, he di- he died of AIDS. Yeah, really? he did. Yeah, wow, not, he died not, of lung cancer. I thought the yeah throat cancer would have got him. Oh, maybe I'm wrong about that. Let me see. <laughs> Let's Google that. Oh, he actually died of syphilis. Crazy twist in that one.
Uh, Mark, Marble Man death. Uh, yeah, no, no, he had, yeah, COPD, yeah. I don't know. Uh, all right, I don't cancer, know where I got yeah. AIDS from. Someone, well, like one of those. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. He was uh, having sex with the camel. <laughs> no, wait, that's not <laughs> how you get. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. Some some guy like that died of AIDS. I don't, I don't know why I thought it was the Marlboro Man. Do you remember? Like, I think I might know I why know. I think I it was know. the Marlboro Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to yeah. say it because I'm no better than the Frito Bandito <laughs> people. You, you know what's crazy is that that... that um, you know that that huge promotion. I guess it was in the '90s of the Marlboro Miles. Oh my God! Yeah, my mom had so many miles racked up. <laughs> yeah, I swear I got a. I had a fleece, and this fleece I wore it one time. It I got trashed by my friends so hard. I remember my cousin ripping on me because when I got into the car, it didn't like crinkle up like it's supposed to. Like it just kept its form and it looked oh, yeah. like I was like somebody had a hanger still in the back of it it just didn't it, you know it was a cardboard basically but yeah. I my like mom they... was like she was like I think we can get the pool table I'm like mom you're gonna die before we get the pool table that's 900,000 miles camel bucks used to always give you you used to be able to buy stuff that like no smoker would ever get it'd be like running shoes right <laughs> here you go oh, yeah. Marlboro mom they had a canoe I remember that. I was like, nobody who get, smokes as much is going canoeing. Pa- you can paddle yourself to the oncology center. <laughs> get this kayak. Here's the uh, clip of the, the politically incorrect Frito Bandito commercial from back in the day. Hello, senor. <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> Hello, senor. Hello, senor. Well, what rhymes with Frito? Uh, I'm trying to uh, think of another word. Hello, senor. <laughs> I am the Frito Bandito. Oh, don't be afraid. I am not going to steal your Frito's corn chips. I buy them from you, okay? See, I give you silver. No silver? Uh, he's he's on a burrow. He's on a donkey, just to let you know. Okay, I give you gold. You don't like gold neither? Hey, maybe you like better some lead, huh? Yeah, he's, oh, he's pulling out the guns. Gee, bugles, we don't smoke. need no Trump was right. These people are terrible. <laughs> Citizens, protect yourselves. Never buy one bag of crunchy <laughs> oh Fritos corn chips. Always buy two. And <laughs> Citizens, protect yourselves. Hide one for you. Who knows? There may be a Frito Bandito in your house. Uh, the guy took a bite of the chip and he immediately grew a Mexican like uh, a big mustache. <laughs> oh dear lord! Oh god, that was really bad. <laughs> I can't. Think and of it was the voice of Mel Blanc. I'm pretty sure. I'm not going to steal your corn chips. Yeah, uh, YouTube comments. I'm going to are the buy best. them from you. First comment: I'm Mexican and I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure this person's Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> sure. oh, well, their name is Carl. It says F A. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, yeah, well <laughs> yeah. of course. Yes, Felipe sure. is very. He's fine with it. Frito, Frito Lancito, dude. Can you Frito Lancito? Oh, that I like that. Frito Danny DeVito. Oh, there you go, Frito Judgito. <laughs> Frito Danny DeVito. Frito DeVito. I mean, he pulls a gun. I know on the guy and tries to take his. Hello, senor. <laughs> oh. oh, I mean, my. that is. I mean, is 
That's not that bad, is it? No. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Seabeck doesn't think so. Well, nearly a quarter of American workers say their employer doesn't provide them with paid vacation days or time off. That's according to a new survey out this week by the American Psychological Association. Even when an employer does offer vacation days, more than a quarter say they haven't used any in the past six months, while more than 35% say they left days unused last year. While most people said vacations are important, nearly half said their employer actually encourages time off which I think every employer should. Many said they just had too much work to do to even think about taking time off. Others said they feel guilty if they do. Regardless of a company's attitude toward time off, most people said they become more productive after taking a vacation. And Randy, I think this applied to you this week. Another vacation-related story. Another survey found the majority of people say vacations recharge them and help them recover from stress. It definitely did for For me. Yeah, you were walking on sunshine this week. I know. Well, I was in Colorado. <laughs> Where you were walking on sunshine. I was literally, yeah, was, you weren't scaling the side of the cliff, though, right? No, I did. No, we you covered this when out. we were gone. We did not do it. Yeah, that that did not happen. I'm glad to hear that. There, I, I want to do it someday now just because. Because everyone's like, that doesn't sound like fun. You shouldn't do that. No, I didn't say I, it, I think, shouldn't, it didn't sound like fun. I think you had a good idea. About starting a little... Starting like at the REI? The, yeah. The, the thing. Yeah, do that rock wall. <laughs> do the rock wall at yeah. the REI. Baby if you can ring the bell on, on the first climb, okay, then go ahead. Maybe that's what I should do. Uh, but there is some bad news to go along with that stat, and anybody, anybody who has taken a vacation knows this. 40% of people say those good feelings you get on vacation disappear within a few days 24 percent said they vanish the second they're back at work (laughs) well i told you i had taken twitter off my phone i did five days off of social media god i and um i'm so envious beautiful and then well you know i i kind of committed to putting out pictures from the festival and then um you know i just stayed off and it was great like this is the way to live and then of course i had to show prep when i came back and it took about 10 minutes and i could mm-hmm. feel my brain shooting the cortisol into my veins yeah I, like just like hot well the muscle memory's there yeah that's true i might have said this when you when you told me that i know i have friends who don't watch the news yeah and i'm like you must be the happiest, happiest. son of a bitch on earth. yeah but it's like i i don't watch the the nightly news like that's the local news or whatever because right. i am with my kids at that time and i tr- i tried a couple times and the news was so heavy and so dark yeah that I, it just sparked these conversations that i really don't want to have with my time kids. to go play yeah the and it, it nothing but house fires and murders in here and they try to make the attempt for like and now for a little good news at the end and the news these days is so awful that that part of it you're just like oh, don't even try what, don't, are, you, what yeah, are you doing you're for like, the last party. segment should just be like it comes back and all the newscasters are just sitting there with like their heads in their hands going oh <laughs> oh <laughs> it's like on anchorman when <sighs> christina applegate does the cat fashion show right yes. to end the news well, with that. ellen had this great bit back in the day where she used to say like the pivot that these newscasters have to make is just oh. ridiculous where they go and there were no survivors up next where to get the cheesiest pizza in town <laughs> yeah. it's like come on that's how i feel some it days. doesn't lighten the blow when we uh when we started this theater company KDK, very kindly, it was so nice of them, mm-hmm. contacted us to do a to a segment. 
and they interviewed us, and I was at home waiting for the segment to, to start, and I knew it was coming up, and they cut to a segment that's literally... Well, some puppies are very sick. They went to animal. Oh, These wow, and, sick puppies. And it's 90 seconds of shots of sad puppies. Oh, Please give the puppies your money. And now some people are doing a theater show. In the arms of yeah. an angel. It's like, I don't give us your money. Give it to the puppies. Yeah, I'm please. sorry we're even here. Oh, Tonight's show will be... Uh, benefiting benefit puppies, for puppies. <laughs> I guess. Right. Every couple goes through rough Hey, do you like your puppy? <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I'm not here to make your puppy sick. Hey. Uh, every couple goes through rough patches either as a couple or individually, but a new study out of Baylor University in Texas found what you need to do when your significant other is going through a tough or stressful time to help them out. You don't have to be extra nice. Thank God. You don't even have to be a little nice. The study found all you have to do is not be mean. <laughs> ah. Those nice things won't really register with them or help them get through the tough time, so why bother to put in the effort? Uh, but wait, if you, wait if, a minute. That's a terrible that sentiment. That sound like uh, yeah. <laughs> a good support system there. Yeah, well, that, no, they're that, saying that, don't say- go over the top and be like, oh, what can I do to help you? What? Don't do that because it doesn't make a difference. Well, the way you said it sounded yeah. like you're not getting a oh, credit this, for this any my, of the good stuff you this do. Is my tone. So what is the point? Don't waste your time on this part of it. But they said if you're a jerk, then they'll really that's really going to register with them and make them feel even worse about whatever they're going through. Through so just kind of be neutral and yeah, just that's, be there if they if they need you. Had to learn that one the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about, like, just even as uh, a partner, as a dad, for some reason, when there's when I see people struggling, I get mad. And you want to fix it. And I want to fix it, but I'm also, um, I have no time, for, you know, I have no patience. I'm, it, it's, it's a weird thing where so I, in other I, words, I lack compassion in that moment. You don't want to listen. You want to know what it is and you want to fix it. it correct. <laughs> Correct. And I'm saying now that I'm I'm doing it differently, but it's really I'm learning a it by by rote. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't come naturally. So you have no bedside manner, basically. That's correct. Well, but no, but no, what I'm saying is what I learned about now. females that I, I I really hadn't learned until just very recently is that when they tell you about a problem, they don't want you to fix it. They just want you to listen to them and hear what they're saying. I think this is hmm. subjective. I don't think yeah. so. That's Val? pretty think, on it. Yeah? yeah? I think it's pretty I universal. So. Yeah? Yeah. You, you mean there aren't times that women actually uh, call for help? So when she says, Unless it's help, like, I am no, falling, no, no, you're no, like, no, no, all right, well, good luck with that. Tell me about it. <laughs> a lot of, the, a lot of what, telling me. What, what females like to do is vent. Yes. And when you try to go... Okay, skip to the end where you just tell me like how I can fix this. Right. Uh, go, okay. You don't even listen to me at all. That's fair. And then you're on the couch for three weeks. Now that's you know maybe too personal, <laughs> but but you know what I'm saying. All right, I that I I get yes, and I think that that is the uh, the dynamic that uh, is at play in most times where the guy is just waiting for the tell me how to fix this problem. Cut and to not, the chase. Not just like tell me how to fix this so I don't have to listen to you anymore. But that's how she hears it. Yeah. And sometimes it is about that. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Van Halen. Figure this out. 
Eddie Van Halen is indeed celebrating the 40th anniversary of the first Van Halen album, but not with a deluxe reissue of the self-titled disc. Instead, he's going to release three tribute guitars through his EVH gear company, Super 78, 78 Eruption Relic, and 78 Eruption, modeled after the signature black and white striped six-string he used to record the album. He said, of all the guitars I've ever built, the white and black guitar will always be my favorite because it did all the things I needed a guitar to do, which prior to that guitar did not exist. Combined, these guitars are limited to 78 pieces because of 1978. Uh, They come with recreations of the original cases and accessories, a collector's booklet, a backstage pass vinyl cloth sticker, and multiple autographed pieces, including a certificate of authenticity, a 1978 concert photo of Eddie, a vinyl copy of Van Halen, and a rare original red vinyl of Van Halen's Looney Tunes Merry Melodies. Eddie also played Eruption on each guitar and signed the back of every headstock, which you can see on a video uh, that's included on a thumb drive with the package. You can check it out at evhgear.com. Fog this morning, probably burned off by now, sunny, close to 90 for the high today at 64 DVE. Okay, it is the DVE Morning Show, and the DVE Morning Show's 2018 Comedy Festival kicks off tonight with the Biome Theater Show. Sold out, Burt Kreischer, Brad Williams, Rory Scoville, Sertiana, and Bill Crawford all going to be on stage at the Biome at 8 o'clock. And then afterwards, the second show sold out, Arcade Comedy Theater. Sean Collier, you'll be uh, at the helm there hosting the evening, which will feature... Which will feature all 11 of these people. Uh, Jeff Conkle, Mr. Wednesday, John Dick Winters, and Alex Tapula. Norlex Belma coming back from Brooklyn to be yep. a part of the show. Ed Bailey is going to be there. Ray Zawadney, Gab Benesso, Osha Dwyer, Derek Knopschneider, Felicia Gillespie. I always leave one out. Find out who it Aaron Kleiber. And Aaron Kleiber will all be part of it tonight uh, at the Arcade Comedy Theater. And hopefully... Some some little surprises late in the evening. So, uh, do they have air conditioning in the arcade they comedy? Do. Th- okay, great. We're going to be fine because it's a hundred degrees. They got they got bathrooms. They got air. They conditioning. got bathrooms. They this got, is going to be great. The old theater had one bathroom in the in the show. Yeah, room. yeah. You had it was super awkward and to pe- get up in the middle of a show. People would frequently cross the stage because that's yeah. where the space was. Now, urinals as far as the eye can see. Do well, they have Fritos? Great. Uh, no, the Banditos cleaned them right out last oh, week. Oh, man. Sons of bitches. Build the wall. We'll have to get Pringles, because yeah. doesn't the Pringle mascot seem like he would live in Lawrencesville? He he's, he shares a, a flat with Mr. Pr- uh, Mr. Peanut. He Penny Farth. Pringle? Oh, the yeah. guy who has the old-timey yeah. mustache in the park in right down quartet. the middle. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he Penny Farthings <laughs> himself back and forth to work. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be nice... Nice snacks. Tomorrow's shows. Still tickets available for the Doug Benson, Doug Loves Movies podcast. We'll bring snacks to that one. Give it. Well, it starts at 420, so you're going to need them. Uh, And also, 9 p.m., Burt Kreischer staying over and doing the Burt cast live. So if you don't have uh, tickets for tonight's show, you'll have an opportunity to see Burt tomorrow at the Rex. Get your tickets for both those shows at DVD. DVE Sports. I'm pretty sure Mr. Tire is banging that guy's wife. That was subtle, huh? <laughs> Man. I'll call my buddy. Who? 
Well, the Pep Boys were over last night. <laughs> <laughs> they changed my alarm till midnight. <laughs> Full yeah. loop job. All three of them? Manny Moe and Jack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Tim Benz is here filling in for Mike Pursuit with a sports update for you now on the DV Morning Show. What's up, man? It's brought to you by BobbyRayHall.com. NHL free agency starts on Sunday. That's July 1st at noon. We'll see if the Penguins' widely reported signing of defenseman Jack Johnson actually happens. NHL.com's EJ Raddick gives his thoughts. It makes some sense, and it's a lower cap hit because they went deeper on the term. 3.5 against the cap if it's that much, or 3 against the cap. I mean, that's not so hard to swallow, and it gives you a guy five years, a lot of experience. I think it's a probably, if it plays out this way, a nice signing for the Penguins. Yeah, and you take the emotion out of it. I think that's the logical way to look at it. Jack Johnson. I don't think it's that big of a deal that people are freaking out about the long-term implications, especially when you're trying to squeeze another cup out of this window, limited though it may be. My favorite thing is, oh, they just brought him in because he's Sidney Crosby's friend. He went and beat up an entire high school baseball team on Sid's behalf. I thought that's why we went out and got Ryan Reeves in the first place last year. Like, when did it become a bad thing to want to defend Sidney Crosby all of a sudden? I think people are just bored because there's not a lot going on this summer. The Pirates stink. The Steelers haven't started training camp. The Penguins didn't win a Stanley Cup, and they have to complain about something. Gotta freak out about something. Parents tricked him into giving him all his money. I mean. (laughs) He's going to be so easy to dake. (laughs) (laughs) NBA free agency unofficially starts Sunday as well. LeBron James, Paul George, they might be on the move. Kawhi Leonard might be moved in a trade as well. Pirates play the Padres in San Diego. Uh, Three games set over the weekend. Joe Musgrove, Trevor Williams, Jamison Tyon. That'll be the starting rotation for the series. Buck goes 38-42. But one thing that Clint Hurdle likes about his roster right now, the blend of young players and veteran experience like Ivan Nova, Francisco Cervelli, and David Freeze. You can get the right guys uh, that can help these guys grow, can share experience, uh, and share different things they've gone through and different ways they've come out of things. So there's there's a lot of value to having guys around that have had to fight through some things and come out the other side. Frieza Nova integral in that win on Wednesday. A Pirates injury note, Jung-Ho Gung is on the DL and the Miners with a wrist injury, but that's not the wrist injury I'm worried about. Oh, boy. This is really concerning to me. Danny Wagner, the drummer for Greta Van Fleet, has injured his wrist. They had to cancel shows in Chicago and Kansas City. We're not sure about the Pittsburgh show just yet. Madden was freaking out about this on his show yesterday because he rivals me as... He the... injures his wrists when it comes to Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> Does the drummer's son have uh, a, yeah. co- do a convincing imitation of his father? Well, he's only 18. He better not have a kid that can do okay. his <laughs> drumming duties just yet. Bonham's that would be pretty grandson. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Uh, that show is on, what, the 19th? The 18th at Stage AE. Oh, you're fine. you got 20 days. That kid's 18. He'll heal. Yeah, he'll have... Helps yeah, bounce back. Ability. It's not like the, one of those. Like, he, he's not the drummer for Fleetwood Mac or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> this might be like it. Some eighty-year-old guy who's Rest like, "Wow, he has to quit drumming." Him, he's got to be euthanized like the guy in Sweden. Exactly. Come on, the the drummer for Def Leppard did it, did it with one arm for how many years? He can <laughs> can figure it out. Just borrow that machine that he played. Yeah, the, the foot tap, right? The foot thing. Yeah. Uh, a couple quick football notes uh, before we get out of here. The Steelers play Tampa in Week 3 on Monday Night Football. No Jameis Winston. He's been suspended by the league for groping an Uber driver. Did you see the, the description of the grope, by the way? It was I didn't really know. weird. Why? Did someone telestrate it? No, she talked about it. She like The, the deposition or whatever she gave was worse the effect of he walked up, 
grabbed her crotch and just held it for three to five seconds and looked at her. What was he giving, her, uh, taking her temperature? Or? I, I don't know if this had something to do with like his his W thing. Did I don't he know just what watch the Green Mile? Yeah, he, and they just looked at each <laughs> other for three to five minutes or three to five seconds, and then she asked him to stop doing it, and she said she was stunned by what he did, and I, I, I kind of didn't get much more information from that. But it just it struck me as very strange. That it sounds it, like a Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> <laughs> that is awful. Wait, did uh, it, this was before the ride? I don't. That, uh, it was that. I guess he had her. It take, couldn't have been before no, the ride. Had her drive him to like a Taco Bell or something like that, like for a midnight snack, and then he started yelling homophobic slurs at somebody else who was in line at the Taco Bell. Um, Good lord! Wh- how, when does the driver get out of the car? That's or the weird. Boot him out of the car. Oh, so she? Wait, he was sitting in the passenger seat, probably. I guess. Yeah. I don't know if there are other. You guys sit in the, in the front yeah, seat in there, Uber or, or the back people? seat in oh, Uber? I go back seat all the time. I always get in the back seat. I always try to get in the back seat. Unless they want th- you to sit in the front seat. A lot of times, yeah. they're like, "Hey, be my buddy." And I'm my point is always, no offense, I don't know you. You might be a horrible driver, and my chances of surviving are better in the back seat. Plus, a lot of Uber drivers put candy in the back seat. I've noticed. There's so, that too. Yeah. Right. I just don't want to. I don't want to become instant best buds. That's my thing. I, I you know, I, I really I appreciate the uh, the service, but yeah. uh, we're not friends. No, also, yeah. What was that? How weird is that? My phone just started talking. Who was talking to you? Yeah, was it Jameis Winston? Didn't <laughs> I didn't even touch it, and it just started talking. I'm hungry. Let's get a W. <laughs> Are we gonna get a tornado? Is that a tornado ow, ow. alert? Is that what that was? No, it said it said something about like, sorry, I can't add that to your contacts right now. I'm sure that's um. fine, and nobody's listening through my phone. <laughs> is anybody else Whoa. getting this in, this thing that happens when you're on a phone call and you'll be talking to somebody, and their last words they'll be like, "Okay, I'll meet you down at Permen." And he's like, hey, 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 hey. No. "Yes, I've gotten that." Yeah, no, I haven't. I should get that, that on, on a stream when I'm streaming stuff. I get that a lot. Yeah, if you apparently. If it's not, you know, the NSA listening to you, it's something to do with when your phone picks up or one of the two phones in the conversation and tech people out there, correct me if I'm wrong on this. If it's connected through a Wi-Fi that sometimes it, it, it automatically starts buffering your conversation. So sometimes it can get caught up like any other feed that buffers or something that you're streaming. So your phone call is like being transmitted differently. At least that's how I was meant to understand it from whatever I read on the internet. Or uh, I am under surveillance. <laughs> which is, yeah, which it is, sounds yeah. like you're under surveillance. That's yeah. how Goodell got Brady into Flake yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, The other one I wanted to bring up, speaking of rivals of the Steelers, Brownie the Elf is back on the sidelines for the Cleveland Browns. That dead-eyed... Keebler elf on steroids look-alike mascot that oh, they had. God. You know, being They're bringing him br- back. I'm surprised they didn't just like uh, sign Jeffrey from Toys R Us now that he has nothing to <laughs> right. do and just figure out Brownie a way to make the him. Elephant. Yeah. Did you see the meme that was going around of Jeffrey the giraffe from the Toys R Us? The little tear going down his face, saying, "Well, I guess all the kids grew up." No way. Oh, God. Uh, what is this, Toy depressing. Story 3? Chester oh. Cheetah should have bounded out off of one of those toy trampolines and just grabbed him by the throat and ripped out his jugular <laughs> like on planet Earth, you know? And then uh, lastly, I'll give you this. Uh, this is Jeff Hostetler, the former West Virginia quarterback and, of course, Super Bowl winner with the... Uh, WVU's right. own Jeff Hostetler. With the uh, New York Giants. Hostetler was on a podcast with the guys who do the pregame show for West Virginia football games, and he was telling the story about he how he got to do something all of us who are Steelers fans at one point in our lives would have liked to do, 
and that's peg Bill Belichick in the back of the head with a football. That's awesome. Uh, I would run a little bit of the seven-on-seven for the defense. And Belichick would always have these cards out, and he would show us what he wants us to do, and then he would turn where the center would be. He would turn, and he would watch his defense. And so we were running all these crossing routes. And and so all of a sudden, we're running these crossing routes, and he stands right there where the center is. I drop back, and it's a two-yard crossing route. And I drill it to the guy. Well, all of a sudden, uh, Bill's... Bill's, uh, Head is right in the way. It hits him in the head. His papers fly everywhere. The ball flies everywhere. Everybody stops. And it's like everything just went quiet. It's like, uh oh. And then he starts ripping into me and yelling at me and grabbing his papers and that. After that uh, was over with, and I that, had almost every defensive player come up to me and say, hey, great job, Hoss. Great job. And it was like it was, I was accepted, you know? So that and took the tension away right the there, right? That took the tension away. Yeah. Bill uh, Belichick, he hated me uh, after that, but you know, my only response to him was, well, well, don't stand there. Can't you see like a coked up Lawrence Taylor running up to Jeff Hostetler doing, great job, man. Way to go. Thank you for doing that. We've been wanting to do that all spring. Except he would have no hero. idea who, what Jeff Hostetler's name was. Right. He'd be like, thanks, mustache guy. <laughs> Thanks, Sid Bream. We appreciate it. (laughs) That's sports. Sean Collier from Pittsburgh Magazine reviews two movies out this weekend, Sicario 2 and Uncle Drew. Those are two separate movies. It is not one elongated title. Sicario 2, uh, Uncle Drew. It's not like breaking two electric Uh, electric boogaloo. (laughs) (laughs) Val, I spilled quinoa all over my kitchen. Uncooked? Yeah. Oh, that's that's impossible. That's like a million tiny marbles. The The only solace I had is that if I get mice... They're going to look like they're in a Marx Brothers movie. Because there's just... That sucks. There's just little tiny rollers all over right, the, the kitchen. Right. I think you have to gut the kitchen now. You have I'm, to take it back to the studs. I'm going to. To clean all that up. Speaking of taking it back to the studs, Sean Collier is here, and uh, he's got a, oh, a review of the movie out this weekend, lovely. or two movies out this weekend. Well, first, let's talk about... The prequel to Grey Gardens, a real thing Nuh-uh. that is out this weekend. They, Something that, was, that nobody asked for. They found some more footage. That's what Sicario is about? No. No, this is legitimately another Grey Gardens documentary came out this weekend. Oh, you mean it's this, it's actually, it's, it's not like a, do, it's not a drama, it's no, an actual... Big Edie and Little Edie, more footage. Uh, I, yeah, I don't need to see that. Andy Warhol's in it. Actually, it was okay. It's at Row House uh, starting today. But... Sicario, Day of the Soldado. I didn't expect it to be about the Fritos Banditos. That is <laughs> a big surprise. Excuse me, senor. <laughs> I, Do you have a Frito? That's, I feel like... No, Wario has it. I feel like right before we got the phrase bad hombres, he was telling himself, just don't call them Fritos Banditos. Just don't <laughs> say Fritos. <laughs> yeah. Bad hombres. Better. A lot better. of bad banditos. These oh, are Frito God, I Banditos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, the original Sicario I liked a lot. Uh, I uh, never saw it, and everybody raves about that flick. Tense, brutal drama. Uh, uh, and great Benicio Del Toro. Benicio Del Toro, Josh Brolin, Emily Blunt. Can you understand anything Benicio Del Toro says in this movie? He talks remarkably clear. And, I, and, and, and like, usually he speaks, and he seems to be, like, in that weird Tom Waits place of, like, yeah. I don't think you care anymore. The voice he's hey, going hey, with hey, for hey, the Sicario hey. films is not his natural voice. Yeah. And you can understand him. What it wasn't, though, was a movie where I thought, now that needs a sequel, right? Some subjects lend themselves to franchising. 
disobedient dinosaurs, bright-eyed collegiate a cappella singers, intrusive invisible ghosts, anything with Jeff Goldblum. These are where I look for sequel fodder. (laughs) And yet here we are uh, with Sicario, Day of the Soldado, a tale of human trafficking, false flag operations, terrorism, conflict at the U.S. border, and drug wars. That's what we need as an escape from reality right now, isn't it? Don't you want to pay $10 for a big dose of that? Uh, it, it, so no. th- that was my main reaction. Emily Blunt is not in it anymore. Josh Brolin and Benicio Del Toro are. It's a new story about cross-border, uh, uh, like, super government, you know, black ops, op- false flag. It's this tense political drama involving the cartels and the government and the does DEA. Does Hillary Clinton go to jail at the end of it or she not? She does not. Not going. Uh, I, well, then I, I don't want to see it. I don't know why anyone would want to see this right now. You mean just be... Alright, so you're saying that just based on the times, exactly. this does, is not entertaining to you. Okay, that might be a subjective review. I guess they all are, it, but... Um, it certainly might. The difference is the first one was so good that that was not a factor. The first one was such a great drama with stuff to say that I would say, yeah, I know this might so be So watching heavy. the first one right now, you would be... Okay. I'd go for it. I got you. Because okay. it was quite good. This one doesn't have enough punch to justify sitting through that for two hours. Did you happen to hear the Josh Brolin uh, sit down on Mark Maron's WTF podcast? He is a way out there dude. Yeah. He is like one of his characters in a movie. He is just... he like, seems like he's like uh, like hippie way out there, no, or like conspiracies. No, like he is manicky kind of, and he jumps all over the place. He mm. has some really weird sort of philosophies. Uh, that being said, so, you know, seemed pretty cool. Like I would like to sit down and have a beer with him. But he's like one of your friends. You'd be like, yeah, this is where you get crazy, and I get off. Here. <sighs> and when he walked away, you wouldn't know if he hated you or thought you were the best person yeah. in the world. Hey, man, yeah, like he might kill you when you turn your back. Right. Very odd energy. I saw him on Colbert the other night, and it was really funny. He was doing this thing where they were... They were say he said the, the way you can tell a good actor is if you're eating food while you're delivering your line. So then they just started eating pretzels and talking to each other in a scene. That's funny because he said in that interview that when he did W, the George W. Bush movie mm-hmm. that Oliver Stone did, that they made a conscious decision he was going to be eating in nearly every scene. And then I thought about it. And I'm like, oh my god, he is in that movie. He's eating all the time. You know who else is who? Who else does that? Is Brad Pitt in Ocean's Eleven? He's eating in every single scene that he's in. Well, speaking about uh, Burt Kreischer, yeah! Brad Williams, Sarah hey. Tiana, yeah! Rory Scovel, all rolling in the studio. Yes. We'll, we'll clear out the seats here in just a second. Okay. Whole cast. All right. Well, I'm going to take a quick break and yeah. let these guys uh, get adjusted here, and we'll uh, fix the studio so all of those mics work. What's up, man? How are you? Yep. Now we got uh, whatever you need. Bert, is everything all right? Everything's great. Everything's fantastic. I was about to tell, tell the greatest story in the world. <laughs> you want to tell it right now? Yeah, I'll tell it right now. So, <laughs> Can you, uh, can you get Bert, Bert's uh, mic on over there, Joe? How's this sound, Joe? So uh, we were talking about me, the little bar when you pull into a garage. I pulled in with my wife and my kids one time, and my truck hit the little bar like boom, yeah, six seven. And I go, oh, we won't fit. She goes, no, that's just a suggestion. I go, no, it's not. <laughs> I go, that's exactly what that's for. And she goes, and we got into a blowout fight where we pulled into another garage, and I said, I'm just going to take an Uber home, right? I'm not going to the gallery anymore. So we're driving. We got three girls in the back of our truck. We're driving down Crescent Heights near Dane's old apartment. You know that place? Okay. And so there's a uh, this is a little specific, but it's in as West Hollywood, and there's a crossroad. But in front of the street that would that people would turn into, there's a crosswalk. So 
it, it naturally you would stop behind the crosswalk and allow people to pass. Right. Keep clear. So my wife pulls in and parks and par- parks on the crosswalk, and I go, "Honey, <laughs> I go that the crosswalk's here so people can walk across. Now they're gonna walk have to walk into traffic." She goes, "It's fine." And then the woman, and it's taking a left, waves my wife on to simply block traffic, and my wife blocks traffic. I go, "Honey," and she goes, "No, there's enough room for people to turn behind me." I go, "No, but now you're blocking the view," and she goes, "I can't believe you're gonna lead this type of 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 life in front of these girls. You're gonna tell me that women can't drive." <laughs> Because I have a theory that women can't uh, gridlock. I have, I have a theory about women gridlocking. She goes, I can't believe you're going to say that women gridlock because they've never been in physical confrontations. Well, I've been in physical confrontations, and I'm not blocking anyone. I go, you're blocking the view. She goes, I'm not blocking the view. The biggest car accident happens because she was blocking the view. And all the girls in the back look, and they're like, I think you were blocking the view. <laughs> I, was, I was so happy that this hot guy went to the hospital. We're t- okay. That's my story. All right, more with Burt Kreischer, Rory Scovel, Brad Williams, Sarah Tiana. Tonight, the DVE Comedy Festival kicks off with the Buy Him Theater show at 8 o'clock. That one's sold out. But uh, we're going to be hanging with these guys for a little bit this morning. Stay tuned. That's next on DVE. Here's his quote. This is where I tell you that based on six practices of OTAs and minicamps that were open in the media, Baker Mayfield did not look ready to compete with Tyrod Taylor for the number one quarterback oh, job. Man. Beautiful. So that's encouraging to hear because if he's not good enough to compete with Tyrod Taylor, he just might not be good enough. At all. Despite what Ty Haley said about that being the best quarterback room he's ever How worked How about with. that shot? I don't know if you guys got into that with Mike yesterday at all no. or not, but... One through three, it's the best. Right, I, I, and I think that's what he was trying. I, I to don't say. want to get into Josh Dobbs versus Drew Stanton here, but you coach Kurt Warner and Ben Roethlisberger. Right. You're telling me that's the best room you had? Come yeah. on, Todd. I know. Let's dial it back a little bit here. Hall of Famers. Yeah, exactly. Is, what I meant was I can drink and nobody shames me about it. <laughs> Randy Bellman and the DVE Morning Show. Hey, yeah, it's the DVE Morning Show, and tonight, of course, kicks off the DVE Comedy Festival weekend and. Both shows tonight sold out at the Byam Theater. The Arcade Comedy Theater show at 11 o'clock also sold out. And all the headliners who are here uh, for tonight's show live in studio right now. Burt Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scoville, Brad Williams. They get a round of applause yeah. Yeah. the three of us. Thank you. Thank you. We were thinking about it yesterday, and I'm like, I think we screwed up and got like all badasses, and now we don't know what to <laughs> like. Everybody is so good. Yes. I don't know where to slot anybody oh, yeah. here. We're all, the order. We're all badasses. <laughs> yeah. Well. Thank you. It is my dream as a four foot four man to one day be referred to as a badass. Because when Brad walks through the doors, people get scared. Like every record stops. They do get scared, but they get scared. I'm going to put a curse on him and go back to my home under the bridge. Answer my riddles, three. That's that's why that's why they get scared. No, but like Segura and Christine were just talking about, like following Brad is one of the toughest things to do in the world. Like you're yeah. you're, you're a killer. Oh, well, Tom Segura has a hard time following a lot of people. Yeah, <laughs> funny. Yeah. Tom Segura. Unless yeah, he's into I really don't get shot. it. I don't get it. I mean, I know that he's popular, but Netflix. 
I mean, he puts no energy into his act. He's None. overweight. He walks maybe seven feet back and forth during the set. Right. <laughs> Christina Pita is all the heavy lifting in that relationship. Legit. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can quote all of his jokes, but I don't like them. <laughs> so I love how some people don't know the feud and are now going to be going on Twitter like, "Oh my God, Bert Kreischer." Yeah. Did that happen to you when you did Rover? Right. Right in Cleveland, somebody was like, "Bert was was uh, talking trash on Chris Rock." or something like oh, that. Oh, I was actually talking trash. <laughs> what has he done, like, no, Chris Rock? I wasn't fella. talking trash. Someone said, what do you think about... Why am I doing it again? <laughs> like, I might as well do it on both coasts. I was just saying... Sure. I, they, were saying that he, they were saying that he doesn't write his material. I said that would break my heart. Oh, if Chris like, yeah, if, if a comic doesn't write his own material, I'm not... I don't... I'm not... Right. I'm not saying he doesn't. They were saying he doesn't. But if a comic doesn't write their material, I lose interest in them. Because I'm like, what are you, just watching karaoke? Like, yeah. Joe karaoke. The, the whole point of me doing stand-up is that this is the best I can do. If you don't like it, you should follow someone else. Yeah, but you guys are all, the four of you are so like, uh, uh, your comedy is so much about who you are as a person that I would find it hard to believe that anybody would be able to write jokes for any of you. Gary Goldman writes right. my jokes. <laughs> Actually, I can see that. Yeah. He's like seven Kareem foot tall. Jabbar, yeah. 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 He's a dude. He's, he does killer punch-ups. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Great tags. Punch-up guy. So three of you guys are SEC. There's uh, You're from Florida, right, Bert? Yeah. Is Sarah Georgia? Yeah. And uh, Rory, you're South, South Carolina, Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah. You're I'm the only Yankee in the bunch, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think you're a West Coast guy. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from Orange County, and then I went to U- USC, fight on Trojans. Okay, so yeah. you're 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 I a West hate- Coaster. Yeah, uh, Roy, I read that you played your hometown recently. I did, yeah, back how, in April. How cool was that? It was fun. It's fun to go back and do a show there. I feel like my material maybe is uh, not what they're into <laughs> anymore. <laughs> did you have a catchphrase? <laughs> South Carolinians, uh, maybe not the uh, biggest viewers of your Netflix special. Yeah, I mean, luckily a lot of people came out that I like grew up with, so it's sort of like a little reunion. But yeah, even going into I was like, I don't know if they want to hear my politics anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Anymore. But yeah, that might be the last show I get to do. Was your family there and everything? Yeah, they came out. They've put up with me, so they know what they're getting into. Is your dad a Republican? Uh, They're all uh, pretty Christian, so I feel like they kind of Christians. (laughs) (laughs) I love love Mormons more than anything. Mormons are the best. Bert just said that like 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 a guy that goes to Bangkok way too often. (laughs) (laughs) Christians, (laughs) they're so tender. I go three times a year. (laughs) I have my... My, my choice, I go Mormon. <laughs> the guy from Imagine Dragons is a Mormon. The guy, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Mormon. He's like a legit. And that's Mormon. your Friday hot tip with Bert Kreischer. Bert Kreischer, fun Always facts. A fact about Imagine Dragons. <laughs> yes. uh, two children. Two children. <laughs> two children. Why do you love Mormons? I do, oh, dude, I've worked a lot with Mormons. Because uh, they're, they're, uh, they're really. What do you own, Schwinn? No. No, no, in the, in the, in, oh. Thank you. No, the, uh, the, in when I did Travel Channel, they're really adventurers. Mormons are hardcore adventurers. They're like uh, 
bungee jumpers and like there, we did that backyard slingshot where there's two telephone poles and then bungees <laughs> up around they throw a rope around pull you down yeah. they harness you into it you get on the back of an ATV and the ATV takes off and then when you can't hold on anymore you slingshot it like 80 miles per oh, hour yeah. into a <laughs> and, and that's a Mormon compound that we did that at and they were the that's best. their baptism how do you get to heaven we launch you <laughs> See, that's what happens when, when, when you take caffeine out of somebody's life. <laughs> like, yeah, when they don't, yeah, when yeah. Al- no alcohol, no caffeine, they no premarital sex. You can eat pills. You can eat pills. Oh. They can do uh, like no allotted and opiates. And opiates. <laughs> they can do all that. Okay, oh, yeah. that's fine. Isn't that crazy? I said to the lady, I, I, I go. That that's the one thing they can do is the thing that's like way so, so bad for you. <laughs> yeah, right? oh, oh, yeah. yeah. I said to the lady before I did it, she goes, can I get you something? I said, a cocktail. She goes, you know, we're Mormon. We don't really do that. And she came back with a coffee mug, and she goes, I got you a little something. And I was like, oh, and I took a sip. I was like, oh, what is this? And she goes, it's cooking sherry. And I was like, ah, <laughs> I'm not that bad. You really don't drink, do you? I got it's, you a wow. little something. <laughs> oh. I was like, do you have a cooking sherry? I melted this is what I would have ordered down. anyways. This is yeah. pure vanilla extract. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this hand sanitizer? <laughs> Before dinner the other night, we went out and oh. got some cooking sherry cocktails. <laughs> Sat down to a nice steak. But yeah, they After were opioids. <laughs> <laughs> went to the arcade. What were you about to do? Drink Diet Coke? You're going to hell! Yeah, have, yeah. S- have some th- uh, synthesized heroin. That's much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's in pill form. Oh, sure, so it's fine. There was a couple of guys that played for the Steelers that were Mormons, and they always got mad at the way that I would depict them on the air. And I was like, I'm literally reading the tenets of your religion i'm right. not i'm i'm not making anything up yeah all religions are weird like i i, <laughs> I had dinner with some scientologists and i was like uh i was with my wife and she's like don't bring up scientology <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know after a couple of drinks i'm like so you believe in aliens yeah. <laughs> so what's up? and the guy looked at me he's like yeah i do and i okay. went okay and yeah. he goes do you i went well yeah actually i do <laughs> and he goes let me ask you a question do you really think Jesus rose from the dead and came out? And I went, no, it's kind of, you know, it's, it's allegory. Like, yeah, it's allegory. And he goes, so you're saying that the thing I actually believe in, you believe in, and the thing you actually believe in, you don't believe in. And I went, oh, this is how they get you. <laughs> and then he pulled out his e-meter. <laughs> and then you didn't even notice he was rubbing your hand and now sitting next to you. Yeah. <laughs> how did you move across the table so quickly? Uh, yeah, Cleaning but- Tom Cruise's motorcycle all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. thing, it seems very glamorous when you see the stars doing it, but if you're just a regular like pedestrian who goes into that religion, you end up washing the bottom of celebrity boats. Yeah, well, they literally put you yeah. in something called Sea Org. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I would do anyway because they'd be like, well, <laughs> you don't have to raise the boat too high. <laughs> we got a boat scrubber. We got a boat scrubber. <laughs> so I'm just like we wandering in like, I got my job. Yeah. I'm good. I don't have the cleaning the top shelf guy. No. He's the boat scrubber. Not really. Dude, I, I, it's, it's, you say, uh, you, I had the weirdest fight uh, with my wife right before I came here because like... <laughs> You know you can't hit them anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Who knew? Brad's learning. Very, very bruised knees. You can still shake them really hard. (laughs) But like like right before I flew out to come here, I had to have a conversation with her because I'm like, babe, when, when, when you get done using the shower, you have to move the shower head back. To where it was, to where the cha- to where the water goes straight down. She goes, "Well, why can't you just do- oh?" Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And like, she forgot I'm a dwarf. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to. It's a little easier for you to pull that one off. Isn't I wish she nice would have just stuck with it and been like, no, you do it. I believe in you. You are really selling yourself short. You can do it. Start showering with still. Like, 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 like Ray Charles' mom. You do it, he does it himself. He does it himself. I'll just climb up wet tile. Everyone knows yeah. that's the easiest thing to scale. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? You're walking, and Brad's got one foot in the soap dish. One foot on the spigot, and he's placing himself naked. I'm trying. He's got a coat hanger trying to move the... What do you want, what do you want for Christmas this year, Brad? I don't know. A Sherpa? A grappling hook? Something I can actually use? You need one of those claw things that... I really do! As seen yeah. on TV They claw. give it to seniors. I'm like, that's very useful for me. A lot of those senior products are really useful for dwarves. The claw thing, the 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 tub you walk into. Oh, I want that so bad. Oh, the tub Ooh. that has like a taxi door. Like, oh, I love that thing. Because yeah. I gotta like, because like some of these hotels, I gotta run up and do like a Fallsbury flop. <laughs> Fallsbury. Yeah. There's no javelin yeah. anywhere in here. Drink four for tub your first Fallsbury flop right. reference of the morning. Should I pour drinks for us? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we should. Oh All my right. God. Uh, I told. I'm gonna get Tito's for it because I knew you were a Tito's guy. But Jameson, that might be the bottle of Jameson you had last time you were it here. Is. This is this was purchased in 2014. Oh, oh vintage! So, so it's yeah. aged. So, so it's, it's aged four years, just like just like Rory likes it. <laughs> it's worse. That's, and I like to state publicly on the radio. <laughs> Wait, there's no Tito's around here anymore. Are you fine. mixing it with Tito's? your cold pressed juice? No, I, I have a nutritionist now, <laughs> and one of the things I'm supposed to do right when I wake up is drink uh, a juice and then mm-hmm. Jameson. And then Jameson. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your nutritionist? Out. Well, do you know Michael the Jackson from Imagine Dragons? <laughs> <laughs> Bert Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scovel, and Brad Williams are uh, in the studio. They're going to be at the Bime Theater tonight. If you didn't get tickets for this, well, y- you screwed up. Uh, it's sold out. But uh, even though the second show tonight at Arcade Comedy Theater sold out tomorrow, there's two shows. Thank you, thank you. Doug Benson's Doug Loves Movies podcast is going to be at the Rex Theater. Uh, that's a 4:20 start. As Doug, that's uh, you know, that's when he always starts. And then nine o'clock, Bert, you're going to be doing the Bert cast live at the Rex Theater. We think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't like know. There's, I don't have a guest, so I think we're going to do open tabs. Open tabs is where I I keep all the tabs open in my. It's a solo podcast I do. I keep all the tabs open in my computer, and then I go through and close them and tell you what I've learned and share them with you. And it's a lot of porn. <laughs> but I've seen some porn that would freak you out. Where you, uh, the best one? Go, just go to Pornhub and just Google Rhonda from the bar. Oh, it's so real. I was talking to someone about acting Rhonda the other day. From the bar. Do you like acting, Rory? I love acting. <laughs> I like being an actor. <laughs> I do like it. You've, You've done it, like three like uh, big flicks in the last couple of years, right? I've done a total of three things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in Amy Schumer's co-star and I Feel Pretty. Uh, yeah, that's uh, right. You were in the movie where it's a casino. The, um, the House. The House, yes, which was uh, really funny, I thought. Thank and you. had a great cast in it. And the third one was? Uh, Dean with uh, Dimitri Martin. Okay. I, do, I do like doing it. Yeah. I, I've grown to enjoy it. I didn't like it before. 
Yeah. Because stand-up is just so you and you're in charge, you know, and then acting, it's like, now you're a part of this huge team trying to get it right. But I, I've grown to like it. Do you yeah. hate it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, I was talking to someone the other day, I think I would actually like being a porn actor more. <laughs> like, genuinely more. I think I'd be more... In, and like I just well, there's sex involved. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I just I don't I just I don't know. It, it, you consider them actors? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I've been I've been going through a big porn. Has anyone googled uh, googled uh, quicksand porn? Quicksand porn. Let's change the subject. I, I, I didn't expect that response. No, I've no, never googled porn. Looking up something on porn, I just go to the restaurant and I see what's on the menu. I don't. <laughs> I don't <laughs> bro, I broke my governor a long time ago. I gotta go deep. I can't just I, I can't deep. just see what they're offering. What's on, I need to order off the menu. Can I talk to these chefs? It's a please? secret menu. You and I know yeah. it. I'm oh. looking for uh, I'm looking for dripping mascara and someone that the wind knocked out. Oddly specific. Brad, didn't you just talk about the doggy door? Yes. There's stuff. a whole subset of porn where there's where there's women that get stuck in doggy doors. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then guys come up behind them and you know. Help. <laughs> and then Bert, Bert's reaction right now is like, that's not even a deep dive. That's, <laughs> that's, that's an appetizer. appetizer yeah. Yeah. Sounds that. like a club hit. I'm more into the B-sides. <laughs> I saw one. It was a uh, guy and girl have uh, the unholy type. You know what I mean? The, yes, yes. You know what that is, right? Yeah. The, the Mormon sure. type. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mormon right. type. The one, that is yeah, Mormon if type. If you do it, you, you're still a virgin. Yes. It's the way yeah. Rory started his uh, comedy special on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. 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 It's the Mormon and mullet. My career in general. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey told him, you want, you want to work in this town? Now, now look at me. I made it from that one time. <laughs> <laughs> All I had to do. The the porn title was couple. It was a greatest Tinder date ever. And uh, couple has that type of sex. Relations. On top of a mountain, right? And it Mm. starts and all you see is the vista. And it's the girl. And she uh, drops to her uh, knees and and you can see the treads on her shoes that you're like wow she hikes a lot right <laughs> and then well, and they were worn that's, down the way that, the way that you watch dude I look for the thing the small detail that means it's real those so, reports have seen better days dude I was like she needs new shoes and she pronates and so <laughs> and I'm like wow they're really on a mountaintop I'm like I think this is Europe I'm pretty sure this is like near a fjord it looks like there's a lot of fog coming in sure. and the guy does it and then halfway through, I went, oh, she's got to walk down. Like, how? Uh-huh. what a hard walk down. I mean, I don't like hiking to begin with, but imagine if... <laughs> Matt, and then I was like, how hard's the walk up? Where you're like, guess what I get when I get to the top? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. I could do a whole series on porn. <laughs> well, that, that might be tomorrow at the Rex Theater. You Possibly. Got, remaining tickets for that show, by the way, dve.com. You can go ahead and, and get those there. I'm doing the one with Doug. Are you going to do yeah, that? Yeah, I'm oh, doing that awesome. one with Doug. Yeah. Wait, are you he are you me. are you there tomorrow night? Yeah. Well, why don't you come do my podcast too? <laughs> okay. And then we can do open tabs, me and you, and I can oh, show you what I googled and no. you get comment yeah. on it. Sarah's will be Sarah's will be all like, "Where does Sid Bream live?" <laughs> yeah, that's all I care about. I wore my brave shirt just in case you surprise had him here. Do you know I tried? I made a couple calls yesterday, and I was trying to get Sid to do a drive by when you were here. Oh my god! Like, just see <laughs> who, who is Sid this? Bream? Sid in Bream here. Wait, who is Sid fa- Bream? The baseball Bert. player. Who's Sid Bream? I don't know. <laughs> How do you not? Know? Brad, tell everyone who yeah. Sid Bream is. He did the thing. 
with the stick. Supreme rounding third. Play the plate, Supreme. Play the plate. Yeah. That was when the Braves uh, went to the World Series. We beat the Pirates, and yeah. uh, Sid Bream was our first base player, and he's like the slowest runner slowest. ever. Slowest rounding but third. It was like that major chance. league moment, you know, where they're <laughs> oh, like, "Oh, I know oh that play." God. Yeah, Barry Bonds. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes, give care. Didn't even stand up to celebrate. Couldn't probably couldn't work his legs again after that. <laughs> Just put his arms out. <laughs> Wait, was Sid, was Sid Bream the guy with the sweet porn stash? Yes. yes. Aha! And he lives I up know here sports. now. Yeah. He lives in Pittsburgh now? Technically, yeah. I know sports now. <laughs> I mean, he lives right north of Pittsburgh. He broke everybody's heart in this city. And That's uh, the greatest trash talk I've ever seen in my no life. No kidding. To, move, to move to that city. Yeah. In the playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The balls. That is the balls. Yeah. John Elway's going to move to Cleveland. <laughs> Wears his yeah. uniform every day. Right. Still got the dirt on yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> like Sarah, you're you're, a, you're like a sports savvy uh, uh, woman, and in Pittsburgh, that you could be like the queen here. Like, oh. you could literally get elected. Maybe I should move here. Then. Pittsburgh, <laughs> you would get all the free French fries. <laughs> well, I always say they named Heinz Field after Heinz Ward. You know, that's like my favorite part of the city because he's <laughs> being the Georgia quarterback. And yes, yeah, yeah because where, he played you? at Georgia. Calhoun, is that where you're from? Wow, Randy, <laughs> deep dive. Good I tried job. To, I mean, you grew up at 228 Lester Avenue. Whoa, yeah. Wait a second. Whoa. It's just took no, a creepy nice. turn. It's not, it's, not, it's not hard to find our hometown on a map. You just have to get that satellite photo. And the one part of Georgia that's darkened out like North Korea, <laughs> that's, that's where Sarah grew up. Yeah. That's where she watched her baseball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Calhoun is like I, I mean that is a funny sounding I mean that like if yeah. I was gonna make up a name in Georgia it would be like Calhoun yeah we have a Nike outlet yeah. <laughs> like, it's, we're really great we're doing great but you do the Rob Riggle sportscast with, with Rob yeah, as well with Rob yeah and with uh, our buddy John Reap you had fried are you guys still doing that <laughs> yeah oh my god sort of is he still from Hickory yeah yeah he's still from Hickory yeah okay. we have a we do I do a lot of southern stuff in <laughs> sports it's your brand. I like it. It's my brand. Yeah. So if I'm going to be on Bert's podcast, I'm not going to be very comfortable with what his tabs are looking like. <laughs> we'll take. I'll, I'll take out all the porn and we'll just show the interesting, interesting stuff. Like, I need some alcohol to get me, this tongue moving. You tell me Bert hasn't Googled sex acts that specifically took place in, in a batter's box. <laughs> uh, he's got dugout. In Calhoun, Georgia. Uh, I'll tell you what I'm obsessed with right now is flash floods. I've been watching a lot of flash floods. <laughs> what are flash what, floods? Uh, well, I talked about their... No, 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 no. Is that like flash flash floods, guys. Oh. I also look at other stuff on the internet. It's when people try to engage physically <laughs> while a flash flood is coming in. Quick, quick! The dry flood's coming first! I know how they could pick three things to save. They all just chose each other. <laughs> as one I thing. thought it was just when someone hadn't Gone for a long time. Oh. oh my god! Oh, my wife's getting a flash flood Sunday. <laughs> flash flood! It's raining three miles away. All right, flash flood Sunday. The DV Comedy Festival tonight: Byam Theater, Burke Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scovel, Brad Williams, Bill Crawford, all on stage at eight o'clock. If you didn't get shows uh, tickets for those shows tonight, uh, you can get tickets for tomorrow's Doug Loves Movies podcast live at the Rex Theater and the Birdcast live. DV.com. All right, more with these guys when we come back. DV. 
It's Randy Bauman and the DV Morning Show. We got the full house uh, for tonight's DV Comedy Festival. Buy like theater Trump stage too, Rory. lineup. Yeah. It's uh, Burke Kreischer. <laughs> Sarah Tiana. You're just saying how great the job Trump's doing, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I agree. Rory Scovel. <laughs> Trying to boost his numbers. Burke Kreischer, my favorite comedian. And Dude, favorite that's comedian. really good. What are you talking about? Of course it's good. It's Burke Kreischer. It's fantastic. <laughs> Love the way you wear your hat. Now, when you do these voices, do you practice, or is it you're just able to do them? I'm just able to do things. Okay. I can do all things. And I can that's do the best Sarah things, really. Tiana. You can't believe that's how good she is at voices. <laughs> I can do a Brad Williams. Oh, no, my Brad Williams is just I walk in and I put my hands up in the air. You know, that's how like Brad always. That, I, I, I touch down Jesus Brad, as like, soon as he comes in the room. Yeah, yeah. No, it's I, better if you put him right to your ears. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be real quick. I can do. This is Brad about to wrestle. It. Oh, no. Perfect bit for radio. <laughs> Dude, what was that? Walk? That was pretty good. Oh, yeah, you gotta lead with your chest. You're yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Dwarves, dwarves lead with their chest. Not because we're like trying to like thump our chest out and stuff. Just because our heads are so big. Oh my like, gosh. Like we have to, our, our body has to run faster to catch up I and just like keep you, the thing awake. I was in um, uh, Lake Tahoe uh, mm-hmm. performing and it was Brad's bachelor party. It was. And I, so I just kind of like hired joined her. up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, that would have been they brilliant did. if you got her a comedian and she goes, I'm doing a bachelor party. Good money. And she went, oh, it's you guys. And you're like, just start the act. <laughs> just my friends have, who have wanted to boo me forever. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I go and meet up with him and like a bunch of his uh, friends. And he's, I'm like, so what'd you do today? And he's like, oh, well, we were went to breakfast here, went to lunch here, and then we rented jet skis, and then we did. Th- and I just stopped listening after he said that he rented a jet ski because <laughs> I could not stop thinking about how that worked. <laughs> like, oh, like I was I'm just visualizing like, it I'm right now. Yeah. I couldn't stop visualizing it, and I felt so bad for months. No. And then I did his podcast, and I was like, so. Can you tell me how it works? Literally, I still can't. And he's like, "Oh, I'm great on a jet ski. I never fall off. I'm all leg, this morning, leg strength." At the hotel in the lobby, Brad's already even talking about jet skis. This is like definitely a thing. I love jet skis. You want to go out on the river today? I really do. Oh, you want to yeah. go seriously? You want to go jet skiing today? Yes. We can make that happen. Yes. All I right. want to do it because we want to watch that happen. It's just like that, how 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 could I not love doing something where when someone else sees me doing it, it makes their life. You see a oh, midget yeah. on a jet ski, you're like, done. Play the lottery today. That's the greatest play the lottery. It's the greatest thing ever. My daughters had a, had it. I was in the car with my daughters one time, and they were telling me a joke. just the three of us. And the punchline of the joke was midget. And I go, and they hit it, and, and they're dying laughing. I go, ladies, you, you can't say that word. And they're like, what? I go, you can't say that word. And they're like, Why? I go because it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a slur uh, and 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 there are little people and if they heard you say that that might hurt their feelings so just and they're like yeah but they're not in the car <laughs> I go I know you'd think that's how it works but that's not how it works <laughs> and you're like you don't know that and, yeah and I go yeah yeah I go, could be in the car and Brad appears so no Three wishes. I'm going to take one of them to figure out how to do the shower head each morning. (laughs) 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 Okay.
But, 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 well, well, Sarah came up and we were playing craps. Now, here's the thing, though. When I played oh, craps, is that I, was also pretty adorable. I just, I just trust them. Come in, hurt. Come in, hands up. They're like, oh. He always mimes taking the pin out of her grenade. And then, <laughs> they're like, oh, you lost again. Now, how, how do I know? How do I know? You should, you should. Play him, see him play slots. He just runs up, grabs it, and his body pulls the arm down. He lets it go. I love it, man. That it sucks going to Vegas then, because then whenever I walk by that Willy Wonka slot machine, everyone just assumes I'm there to fix it. <laughs> Called in the maintenance man. That's the one he can work on. Oh my god. <laughs> no. Dude, him, the, the mental image of him skyhooking the, the, the dice onto the craps table. Oh, Magic to Kareem! <laughs> so, Sarah, you were there while the, he was with they his were, boys yeah, playing craps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him, Adam Ray, and his, like, the rest of his you the, know, wedding oh, party. My and civilian <laughs> friends. Yeah. You mean the lollipop gang? <laughs> Hey, it's guild. <laughs> it's guild. Yes, there's it's a, a specific for there's a specific regiment of dwarves who work yeah. very hard to be in that guild. Yes. Oh, there's a real guild. <laughs> I mean, it's the, oh, the Supreme oh, Court just guild for everything. Yeah. just perked up like there's the real guild. What are, what are your dues? <laughs> Tootsie rolls. Yeah. You know, when I walked up, he's standing on a stool and he's wearing a fedora. <laughs> Yeah, because the dwarf wears a fedora. And then when he, every time he tries to go get the little dice, he has to like kind of leverage. I almost fell on the table. Every time I'm like, the dealer was like, "Who's betting a human being?" (laughs) It was one dwarf on a hard eight. I don't know how anybody played because I was just staring at him the whole time. Like this is so fascinating. That 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 and and a dwarf in a fedora sounds like a craps bet. Like all right, let's get uh, six six hundred on a dwarf in a fedora. Come on, that sounds like a drink you would order. (laughs) It sounds like what my head says when I have orgasms. (laughs) It says crazy stuff. Like right when they happen, it'll go like sailboats at night. It's always a smooth jazz yeah. It's a seals and cross selection. Salon selection. I used to say that a lot. Salon selection. That's a great reference. What trigger is that? I don't know. I, my wife stole my orgasms for a while. Wait, and, stole them? Yeah, like she would talk right when I was having them. <laughs> like she, the, the first time it happened, she saw it happening in my eyes and she went, First time oh, she, yeah. she goes, oh, look at him. And, and I went, oh, don't, uh, and it, I didn't have it. I proposed that that moment I go, will you marry me? The moment that happened, oh my God, that's great. So wait, just by her saying something, oh, she could ruin it like it was a sneeze? Oh, look at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a sneeze, like a sneeze. That's it. That's exactly what it is. And that's so, so great. And then the next time she, Next time it happened, I said, "Don't ever do that again." And the next time it happened, she was just smiling at me, yeah. and, I, and and I was like, I was like, uh, and she's just smiling, and I went, "Don't!" I, and like she like thinking, you I can say something right tell now. Tell her when it's happening. I, no, she, and then she, then I she knows. got in my head, and every time it would start, I would think she's gonna say something. She's gonna say something, and then they just came back recently. Sailboats at night. Sailboats at night. Sailboats at night. That's a great one.
I would orgasm to just that. <laughs> sailboats at night. Just sailboats at night. Little Christopher Cross on the speakers. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. So romantic. It was really. I, 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 I wrote it down. I was like, sailboats at night. <laughs> Look at me, I'm romantic. And I said I wasn't going to drink this morning. <laughs> we got some Tito's one. Bert Kreischer, Sarah Tiana. Over here. He's like, I'm not going to drink this morning. We're like, no one said you were going to drink. And then he just looked back at us and went, trust me. Yeah. Well, we've known Bert long enough, so it's yeah. not oh, like... Yeah. We uh, have baking uh, sherry here for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> baking cocktails. Yeah. No, but I want to, you know, it's like the one time Mattel was here, and way back in the day, but we, we were at the improv, and uh, afterwards, we went to that the bar across the street, and he was like, uh, you know, there's a bunch of people who were like coming up trying to like get pictures with him because it was right in the middle of um, the Zombie. show he had, yeah. yeah. And uh, I was at the bar, and he kind of like got done talking to a bunch of people and turned around, and I was like, hey man, I'm getting a shot of Jameson. If you'd like to do one, I'm not trying to have a moment. I just in case you want a shot, I'm yeah. getting one. And he goes, nah, man, that's fine. Jameson like because <laughs> everybody was trying to have like this moment and do shots with him and he was yeah. saying no to everybody and I'm like I'm not trying to wind you up I know you like to have drinks sometimes in the morning I had a girl I had a girl <laughs> in Indianapolis I got off stage and she's like they do this thing in Indy where they do topless shots so if you take your top off you get like two dollar shots so the upstairs in Indianapolis is naked. It's <laughs> and this girl comes up to me after the show. She goes, uh, "I'm drinking you under the table." And I was like, "Oh, I, I haven't even started drinking. Like, I, I don't drink on stage, like technically." And so, and so I go, "Oh, no, don't even worry." But she goes, "No, I'm drinking you under the table. I'll meet you upstairs." She was beautiful, so I'm like, oh, "I'll follow upstairs, see what it looks like." So I get up there, see if there's any uh, sailboats. <laughs> she's topless, and they've lined. Up uh, fireball shots. I don't count fireball as alcohol, so <laughs> that could be part of the problem. It's so, like candy. The losing sponsors <laughs> as he tells the story. So I just start. I go, all right. You want if you want a shot at it, you can, but it's not. It's not going to happen. I'm going to drink you under the table, and it's and you're going to not have a fun time. She's like, let's do it, and all her friends are cheering her on. So I put back four shots of fireball straight, and I go. Wait, did you say she was topless? She's topless. Okay, her friends are topless. Okay. Everyone's topless. Did you get topless? I was. Yeah, I just got yeah. off stage. <laughs> it's Bert Kreischer. Yeah. <laughs> if the men get topless, it's two dollars more. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, at four drinks, she starts getting wobbly, and I turn my back, and then she's down. Her friends grab her, and they're taking her down the stairs, topless. It's snowing. It oh. just started snowing, and they're bringing her outside, and I run outside. Before they put her in the car, and I go, "Are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah." I go, "I just want to tell you one thing." And she goes, "What?" And I whispered in her ear, "I'm the machine." <laughs> <laughs> what bar is this? So when I go back to Indianapolis, it's a fun man. Topless shots are the best. Anyways, now she's the CEO of a major company. <laughs> that night turned her around. She's like, "I'm going to quit challenging people and just start my company like I've always wanted to." Vice President of Procter and Gamble. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Brad, you've been here a bunch of times yeah. too. And one thing I, of all the times you've been here, I never, it never dawned on me uh -huh. to ask you okay. how you got into comedy. And then I read that you were at a Mencia show. Yeah. And he made a, a, like a dwarf joke or yeah. something like that. And, and you ended up on stage because of that. That's how you got into it. Yeah. This is when I was 19. It, That's it, such a crazy what? story. We, had you had any like design to want to do comedy before that? I would talked about it, but never thought it would actually happen. It, it, it was actually 15 years ago this past Father's Day. 
because that was the anniversary. I brought my dad to to to, to see Mencia, and Mencia's doing midget jokes. Half the audience is laughing. The the audience that's sitting by me is like, "Ixnay <laughs> 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 on the Egypt man." <laughs> <laughs> Like a safe And then Mencia looks over and, no- and notices that half the audience is not laughing. He goes, "Why don't you guys?" La-? He goes, "What is one of them here?" One of, and them. one of them. And I just raised my creepy little hand in the air and I'm like, "What's up, dude?" And uh, he called me up on stage and he started asking me questions and I answered them. I was not trying to get laughs. I was just answering the questions, but the answers got laughs because he was like, "What do you do for a living?" And and at the time, no joke, I was working at Disneyland. That's what my job was. No, Bert, I was not one of the seven. Uh, his eyes lit up, and he's like, "No, Bert." Uh, yeah. So, so, but my actual job was funnier than that. My job at Disneyland, I was a bodyguard for the characters. Yes. That's no. Right. Yes. That. Yeah. Character host. Come on. So I I'd walk around That's with Mickey Minnie Donald world. every now and then five real steps out of line. I gotta be like, what's up, bitch? You know, throw me in forearm shiver. And uh that's when that's when it hit me where it's like I need to be a comedian. Yeah. Doing that. So, I, and you went on tour with him after that. Four years, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is one of the craziest stories to have somebody get, like pull somebody out of the audience. Yeah. And then end up performing with the guy forever. Yeah. Because no, I'm guessing 99% of the time, you're not really excited when there's audience participation. No. No. I'm not going to take you on the road with me. No. That's your fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> the whole reason your you're talking. Fantasy. <laughs> you, t- you took hecklers on the road with you? Come on open. You think you can do it? <laughs> Everybody. Anyway, Sarah has 17 openers. <laughs> they all go up and heckle themselves. <laughs> Show starts at 3 p.m. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> it's more of a warp tour than, than anything else. Sarah, you don't get hecklers, do you? Not that often. Yeah, I no. mean, you you definitely are not afraid to, uh, you know, I don't want to say be controversial because I don't find anything you do controversial, but people get pissed at stuff that some of your jokes sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like, some of the roast jokes you've written through the years, people <laughs> get pissed at those. And the thing that I find the most egregious is that you went on the NASCAR channel. Oh, yeah. And... They got pissed at you on the NASCAR channel for being racist. For jokes that they were <laughs> laughing hysterically yes. at. Wait, what was the joke? Well, it wasn't them that got upset. It was NASCAR themselves that was like, "You need to take it." Tim down. NASCAR. Yeah. The jokes were. Uh, I was talking about this guy. <laughs> I have Suarez. it here. Do you want me to play it? Oh sure. Do you yeah. mind? We don't have headsets. Oh yeah, you can't hear. Uh, well, here you can hear. Here, listen to that. You'll be able to hear it. Daniel Suarez I, is up next. Oh, uh, this is a least likely, Shannon. He's least likely to hit the wall or get close to any wall now that Trump is president. <laughs> See, now I he's think that was a driver. Yeah, yeah, that's no, but Wait. then I said, I'm just happy he's driving with insurance, and that's when people got it. Oh, but that's so accurate. <laughs> and I was like, I. It took so much in my power to not like. Uh, Bubba Wallace was sitting there too, and he's like one of the only black drivers in NASCAR right now. And his name is Bubba? Yeah, he's from Alabama. <laughs> he's dope. And, uh... And uh, I was I asked him, but I didn't ask him on camera. You know, I was like, "So how's it going?" I was like, "Have you been winning?" And he's like, "I haven't won a race yet." And uh, I was like, "Oh, sorry to bring up race." Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, "You're not gonna win because you're gonna get pulled over after the third lap like every time." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and you know, he laughed hysterically right. at that. Like it's always white people that get upset. But I love telling. I love telling roast jokes, and I will not stop. Especially the day people die; those are always my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird to like get upset by a uh, 
like by a joke. I can understand if you're just like, oh, I thought it was out of uh, like, oh, I didn't like it, and I, I thought I found it distasteful. It's like, all right, you don't have to say anything about yeah, it because there's a lot of people article. who thought it was fine. Yeah, you don't, <laughs> it's not a think piece. Well, it's also nowhere. like when white people do that, <laughs> when white people write the article, I'm like, you, it is not your job to try to fight for another oh. culture because you're insinuating <laughs> that that culture does not know how to fight for themselves. Right. And uh, also, laugh. don't even get me started. <laughs> yeah. Don't even get me started. I have a joke. I have a joke that's a story. Sounds like I'm, we're going to hear it. <laughs> it sounds like I think we got it started. Pull the car over. <laughs> <laughs> I go into a Starbucks. I go into a Starbucks, and there's a, a young black kid working the counter. And he and I, this Starbucks right by my house. And I go up and I go, hey, man. And the second he sees me, he recognizes me. He goes, oh, hey. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, dude, I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan's. And I'm like, cool. I go, it's cool that you kind of like get some of that spill off. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, yeah. bro. I'm like, oh, I'll let him know. I go, what about me? He goes, nah, man, you laugh at your own jokes. I don't like that. And I, but I do laugh at my own God jokes. God bless <laughs> this guy. God, for someone to just say that, that bullshit. Well, well, he's, he's, he's opening for me now. <laughs> do you have Rogan's number? <laughs> no, can I just order my name? coffee? Gerard Carmichael. <laughs> so, I, uh, so he goes, what can I get you? I go, um, I go, uh, just a venti coffee. He goes, room for cream? I go, no, I want it thugged out. And he goes, he goes what? And I go, I look at him, I go, black. And he starts laughing, and then I lean in, I go, I didn't laugh that time, did I? And then we both start laughing, because I laugh at my own jokes, right? And so we fist bump, and we and I leave you. I see him the next day, and again, I see him, and he lights up. He's like, hey, man, what's up? And I was like, nothing. He goes, uh, what, what can I get you? I go, venti coffee. And he starts giggling, he goes, room for cream? I go, no, I want it pulled over for no reason at all. <laughs> and he starts laughing again, and I laugh. I laugh at my own jokes. So then we leave, right? I leave. The next day, he's like, I'll see you tomorrow. I was like, yo, you're damn right you will. I'm up all night writing jokes for this kid, right? I get there the next day, and, and it's packed. It's packed. And and the kid sees me, and he jockeys his way up to the front of the line, like, I'll get the next 10 customers. Yeah. He's telling his coworkers, like, this is the guy. This is the guy. I get up to the front. There's two older white women that, whose kids oh, go to our God. kids' school sitting right next to me. Uh-oh. And I get up to the thing. I'm nervous. Perfect. He's nervous. I'm nervous. Day I can three, see his, are you kidding day me? Day three, his cool. coworkers aren't even moving. They're just standing still listening, right? <laughs> He's like, hey, man, what can I get you? I said, uh, I said, uh, venti coffee. He goes, room for cream? I go, no, I don't want it to know it's father. <laughs> he dies laughing, right? His co-workers are shaking. They're pretending they didn't hear it, but they're shaking. And the woman next to me, the white woman goes, what did you just say to him? I said, I don't want my coffee to know it's father. She goes, what's that supposed to mean? And the kid leans over the counter and goes, it means he wants it black. <laughs> she gets offended for him. She goes, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you speak to him in that manner? I won't let him do that. And I lean into him. I go, that's the problem with cream. <laughs> I was creams, you know, I'm the machine. <laughs> I'm the machine. It was that girl's mother. And then I poured my coffee out and walked away. That girl's mother. I'll be telling that joke on stage tonight, even though I told it here. <laughs> I'm going to tell it, too. I'm going to tell it too. Well. your own version of that. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. Burt Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scovel, and Brad Williams hanging with us. The DV Comedy Festival kicks off tonight at the... Randy Bauman and the DV Morning Show. Bill Crawford and Val Porter were hanging out uh, with uh, tonight's uh, feature comics for the DV Comedy Festival Buy Him Theater Show. Burt Kreischer... Sarah Tiana, Rory Scovel, Brad Williams, and uh, you guys have all been here except Rory. I don't think 
You've been in Pittsburgh before. Have I you? did a show here, I think, oh, a year and a half ago. I was uh, at the Hard Rock Cafe, and uh-huh. it was probably the worst. Uh, <laughs> the show was fine, but why I did a show there, I don't know. Not <laughs> not, not a, a, a great venue for comedy. It's a good rock uh, hall. I was, yeah, I saw Corey Feldman there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Why, that's, that was a great show. I was well, opening was for. <laughs> no, that was the show. I was opening for Corey. It was, Corey it was the Rory. Corey Rory tour. <laughs> and uh, I would do like 20 to open, and then he would come out and do whatever Corey does. It was different every night. Sometimes uh-huh. magic, sometimes Dude. DJ. Chris Porter, uh, the, great, the great Chris Porter, oh, yeah. he, he rented a party bus, got like me, Tone Bell, a <laughs> Couple other comics, and we all went. Was Burn with you guys too? Yes. Uh, yeah. And we all went Don't to see Corey Feldman. <laughs> we all what? see Corey Feldman, and it was As, magical. Uh, what is what, it's, to play music? To or play music. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. And we all went, and like, <laughs> oh my god! It, like, if, if if you know it's gonna be horrible, it's the best show you'll ever see. Were Last... you sad by the end though? Because I was really, <laughs> I was, I was really <laughs> excited. Yeah. Like the the intro video for the show is is tremendous, and then <laughs> and, and uh. At the Hard Rock, they had they didn't have a backstage, so there was a sheer curtain that he would go behind oh. and change into like a different colored yeah. glitter jacket. Yeah, and, and by just... the, like the fourth song, I was like, "This is sad." I don't. Yeah, that's what made it funny. He's not. He's not in on it. Like he. <laughs> no, right. it's not like, "Hey, look at what I'm doing." He I know he's a that, legit rock star. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It doesn't get the irony gotta, of like I, why people are buying tickets. If I had, if I was Corey Feldman. Like if if I was in like a ton of movies, a known person, and someone's like, "Do you want to be the front man in a band?" I would be like, "Yes." And just so everyone knows, I'm gonna lay into it. So hard. I'm gonna really just be that person. You yeah. go like as a joke. I'd be like, "Not to me." If people want to laugh, that's fine. But I am gonna live the life that this I think it is. Being a rock star. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you do that now? If I would do it today. Said, if yeah, someone approached like, me today, like we have a band that's willing to let you join. I think if somebody told me like. Well, Maurice Goebel playing music now, I'd be like, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> he and he should. And I think he should. He Rory, should. Rory, you did one of the coolest uh, sets I ever saw on Late Night Talk uh, on Conan's show, and I don't remember where he was, and he did a live show, and you jumped out, and you did your whole set standing on a guy's chair. At the Apollo. Yeah. yeah. At the Apollo in New York. I, uh, it was like right before the election uh, two years ago, yeah. and uh, I had all these political jokes, and I was like, if I don't do these now... These are these are ruined after after the election. So yeah, Conan was like, they were like, yeah, you can come and do it. We're gonna be at the Apollo, and I was like, this is gonna be perfect. This is where this should happen. <laughs> and then literally, the I went to because they were there for the whole week, so right. I went and watched the night before. And uh, I was like, can I walk around the whole stage? And they were like, yeah, you can go in the audience if you want. And I was like, oh. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> so all I had to do was show up early so they could see where I would go. And I was like, I think I'll go to like this row and I'll try to get over there and I'll stand on this chair and I'll end it right there. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so like while you were doing that, I kept wondering, I'm like, you had to keep your like core balance while you're doing your act, like you couldn't have swayed one way or the other. I was also wearing golf shoes. <laughs> I had like these nice uh, black golf shoes, and I was like, I'm gonna wear these. I don't really have nice you're the black shoes that man I wear. <laughs> 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 Wait, just so you can tap a little shoes. bit? 
because they're nice uh, looking, like black. They're like fancy shoes that are technically for golf. They're not spikes. They're you like can't, the, they're, yeah. uh, oh, no. they're like the soft spikes. They were spiked, and, like, that's, and that's, that's why he walked into the audience. I wore soft spikes. You wore golf shoes on? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. And then oh, I got on that cleats uh, next chair. Soccer cleats. Soccer cleats. They're comfortable. Just better for my feet. You know, my dad. You'd now be my dad's favorite comedian in the world. Who guy wore golf shoes? It's safe to say that that was the first pair of golf shoes in the Apollo. That might be (laughs) Uh, definitely like on stage. Right. Less Calvin Pete got an award at some point. (laughs) I I checked. I was like, these aren't going to like scuff up the stage or anything. They probably actually were better for the stage than most like dress shoes (laughs) that actually do scuff up the stage. Because Tiger Woods doesn't wear them off the course. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. He's he's in some real kinky stuff. Some of those Waffle House hookers, he probably walked on them. (laughs) He only wears golf shoes. Tiger, you can definitely afford you know, Tiger to not do other. that. No, I think there are a lot of the Tiger Woods problems, and you probably have a ton of Tiger Woods stories because of his Orlando, like the Central Florida hijinks he was always up to. I think Ambien played the biggest role in his problems. In life. I really do. Yeah, him and Roseanne. <laughs> oh, did yeah. she? she oh, yeah, Ambien apparently choked out chicks on Ambien, and she just sent that tweet on Ambien. Yeah, I, I, I I've only taken Ambien a couple times. I gave it to my wife one time. That came out wrong. <laughs> I, my wife, I just had a baby. I forced her to have it. Yeah, it was our first vacation. I and, mean, uh, I put it inside wait. cheese and then fed it to her. <laughs> I threw on some Christmas. I said that wrong. Cross. I slipped it to my wife. <laughs> I said that wrong. She was unaware that I put Ambien in her cooking sherry. <laughs> Honey, I've got some olive oil on ice the way the Mormons do it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to down that real quick? Oh, it looks like there's a pill in here that's not dissolving. <laughs> the end isn't going to stop with the it's fake story. Bro <laughs> <laughs> just abandons the story. He's like, no, oh, we're good. It's like being in an orgy and John Holmes comes in. You're like, I'll take care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Yeah, yeah. Got, Very topical. Me. You could have gone, gone with a modern porn star, a Peter North, Sid a G- Bream. Johnny Sins. <laughs> Sid Bream. Bring it up. Sliding in the I'm going to throw up. I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> do not. Don't do that. It will. <laughs> Sarah, you're sitting next to him, so. Who needs a topper? I was. <laughs> I'm, I'm still nursing mine. I'm still drunk from last night. I mixed mine with my coffee. Ooh, interesting. And some ice. <laughs> How do you like your cup? It's do you good. want cream for cream? Yeah. Cream <laughs> for cream? Well, I'm an alcoholic. So yeah. <laughs> you know, then another comic comes in 20 minutes after you who's a raging alcoholic, and he doesn't do any jokes. <laughs> How do you take your coffee? With Jameson. Hurry. <laughs> Shaking. <laughs> None of us laugh at that guy. His style's very different than yours. I thought it would be so funny if like all those people behind the counter are listening and he's like, what can I get you? And you're like, a tea? <laughs> a tea? Uh, black tea? Hey, Jason, why do you like that guy so much? He literally didn't. That wasn't a joke. He just had tea. Like a white a mocha frappuccino. Yeah. <laughs> he ordered two cake pops and a tea. Weird breakfast. <laughs> I'm making Halle Berry. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, 
I walked into that Starbucks the other day, and the kid saw me, and I just walked out. I was like, I don't, I don't have it today, buddy. I don't got one for you. I just like, no coffee for me. I'll make it at home. Give me the light. Just give me the light. I'm out. Then Darren Carter comes in. He's just like, all in He's got one for everything. <laughs> how, oh. do you, how do you take your tea? I like my tea like I like my women. <laughs> on ice. On ice. <laughs> sure, sure. Okay. Yeah, with, with a bag. <laughs> oh, all right. The bag in. All right, we're gonna take a quick break and come back. Tell them to get the Tito's. Yeah, we'll get you the Tito's. Uh, yeah. Wait, do you think the listeners? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell anyway, the listeners, tell the listeners to bring Tito's to the yeah, station. While we they're should driving. have a second show tonight. <laughs> I sell it out. No problem. All right, uh, we'll, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back more with Burt Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scoville, Brad Williams. The DV Comedy Festival kicks off tonight, 8 o'clock. Bye. It is the DV Morning Show, and we got the uh, full cast from tonight's Biome Theater kickoff show of the DV Comedy Festival. Burt Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scoville, Brad Williams, and Bill Crawford will be on the stage tonight at the Biome, and then we have the Arcade Comedy Theater, the local stage, and uh, some alumni, like Norlex coming back from Brooklyn to be on mm-hmm. that one. Uh, and then tomorrow, two shows... Doug Loves Movies, Doug Benson's podcast, 420 at the Rex Theater. Uh, there are still a few tickets available for that. Sarah, you're going to be on that one, right? Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then tomorrow night, Birdcast, live at the Rex Theater. There are still some tickets available for the Birdcast. There's thousands available, so please. <laughs> I think 180 exactly. <laughs> Seats 200. We got 180 left for the Birdcast. Call reading out porn he likes to Calling watch. All Call, right now. Call right Reese's. now at the, uh, at the number. We'll take callers 1 through 180. <laughs> as soon as Bert said he was just going to have tabs of porn open, we lost 10 tickets. So we got 190 tickets available. Go Mystery so. Science 3000 with uh, Rhonda from the bar. <laughs> The guy from Starbucks, you're flying him in. Yeah, it's, it's, this in. is a fun game. Let's play this. Give me your phone, and I'll go into your browser history, and I'll mm-hmm. pull up something you've Googled recently, mm-hmm. and you have to explain it or defend it. Okay? Oh, okay. Oh. This is really fun. Okay. Oh, this Here is we scary. Go. I so. <laughs> He's got my phone. <laughs> All right. A lot of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, there's like... <laughs> Dogs sitting in Georgia. <laughs> the proposal on ABC. A, you rented a U-Haul truck? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Well, you are boring as I crap. told you, I am not. Let me show you what a grown-up's phone yeah. looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Holy God. Like, you're like, I this can't... is going to be a fun game, and then you're like, oh, uh, no, you it is not. You definitely don't cheat. Go to Google. No, I don't do anything Okay, here fun. we go. Here we go. Uh, are you guys deleting your browser? Yes. <laughs> are you guys deleting your browser? <laughs> Only the ones I don't want you to read. Burn the books. That's not fair. I handed mine over right away. Yeah, but you're wholesome. Oh, I'm very wholesome. Yeah, mine's boring. I know. It's shine just like down. Sid Bream address. Shine down. Yeah, I got into a shine down spiral. What? Britt McHenry. Eat clean. It's time to change your life. Best oatmeals. Chris Hardwick. Best Chris o- Hardwick. Chris oh, Hardwick. I love Chris that. Hardwick. I became obsessed Maynard with that. Maynard James. <laughs> Tool. How many Uber have stank? you? Uber stank. Chris Hardwick. Is the guy from Imagine Dragons really Mormon? Lord of Dance. No, Lord of Dance. Yeah, we're doing a show together. Can I Imagine Dragons schedule yeah. 2019. Bert hates sick kids. Martha Stewart. Does Imagine Dragons ever have a comic open for them? <laughs> <laughs> the real reason ABC canceled Roseanne. <laughs> 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 
gun violence. Oh, wow. That <laughs> well, was a... I, I just bought a gun, so I'm really into guns no, right now. No, uh, Yeah, 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 I bought two, actually. Did you really Google yeah. the real reason they canceled Roseanne? As though, <laughs> as though everything you've been told is one thing, but if you just Google the real reason, you won't get some sort of off-the-book off off style some blog sort of that someone wrote. Conspiracy. Alex like Jones conspiracy knows the theory. truth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Off-the-beaten-path style it blogging is where I get most of my news. <laughs> I'm militia heavy style news guy. <laughs> you bought two Where do you get your news from? Oh, just write to own.org.com.blogspot. <laughs> Bert, are you a big Reddit uh, uh, guy? I don't understand how Reddit works. I, don't, I cannot figure no. it out. Oh, and, yeah. uh, all I, uh, I the think Snapchat of our generation. <laughs> I'm terrified of Reddit that I want. It, like it's like a slippery slope and then you're in the no, dark no, no, no. web. You don't get into a subreddit. Uh, all I yeah. know is that like you, you, don't, you never. Here's what you do: you Google the craziest porn. What you don't do: get into a Google subreddit. Never ever <laughs> step in that water. That is like swimming in a volcano. You just do not your do feelings it. forever. I, oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't know what they are, but I remember uh, I remember someone. I did a podcast with someone, and they were like, "Yo, did you read the subreddit about your appearance or one one something?" And I was like, "No." Okay. And they're like, "Do do not." And I was like, "Wait, you can't." Well, now I have that. to. Yeah. No, 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 no. I stay away from all of that. Uh, I don't read. You comments. don't have a Google alert. I have a Google alert. <laughs> you want to you want to play what? a real fun game? <laughs> uh, do you ever play Google Trends? What what's that? <gasps> Google Trends will tell you how successful you are. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, it, I don't it, know. It's, oh, this is so I much could fun. Guess. <laughs> I could already guess. Wait, I think I know. This would only, this would only this go one. up for me. My yeah. guess yeah. would be so low. I'd be like, oh, I didn't know I was there. Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, can, I tell you, can I tell you Secret Time, my favorite Rory Scoville story? And it had nothing to do with Rory. I was on a train. <laughs> That's why it's so funny. I, I already like it, too. <laughs> I had never heard of Rory in my life, really right? Really, just a train story. I'm on a train I'm from you. London. Anyway, schedule was off. I'm on a train from London to Amsterdam <laughs> to do uh, some, some Showtime. Drinking. Uh, showtime. I mean, did you do that Showtime thing in Amsterdam? Not in Amsterdam. And so I'm taking a train into Amsterdam. I'm listening to Todd Glass's podcast. And it's right when Todd started his podcast. Very early. And he has this guy, Roy Scovel, on, and they are doing... Uh, oh, the guy. Sanford and Son, the the oh, red yeah, yeah, the yeah. red fox story. Have you ever heard the red fox story? I love the red fox. The red story. fox. Yeah. I know this one. So, yeah. yeah, you tell it probably better than I do. But, but tell the red fox. Super story. fast. He was playing in Vegas and he came out and it was like he came out to the Sanford and Son theme song and then he got yeah he walks all the way out there. They play the whole song. He gets to the mic. There's like what ten people maybe in the audience and he's just like I don't play for ten people and the band immediately is like. As soon as he said it, they're like, and a one. So I'm listening to that. And this is the beauty of Todd Glass, also. And I can't, it's is him and Rory are high, and they are doing their impressions of, they have the set theme music queued up, and they're doing their impressions of not only them doing it, but Jerry Seinfeld doing it. It was, and I am howling, laughing on a, on a train in Amsterdam. I had brought six, a six pack of beer, and I'm killing beers. <laughs> laughing 
Cra- and I was became obsessed with Rory. I could tell you more stuff about Rory than Rory would be comfortable with me sharing. I, and, and, then I, and, then I, and I barely know Rory. I, I mean, really, that. barely know Rory. Big camper. He's a big camper. <laughs> he camps nonstop. I swear to God, you must have. You probably camped what five times this year, six times this year. Is that a Jewish? <laughs> no, being, he's laughing right now. I'm being dead serious. You can go oh, no and I never camp. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're lying. You're lying. I, I never. Camp. Camp. <laughs> Your water bottles made of wood. I can tell you more about Rory, and then the very first thing is wrong. The very first thing is so wrong. How does he like his coffee? With Jameson. <laughs> Next thing, next thing, Bert's gonna tell us. I know everything about Brad Williams. He loves dunking. <laughs> <laughs> loves it. Tree trimmer, he big tree trimmer. Every day with a good dunk. <laughs> you really don't camp? I never camp. I never I camp. I don't know. Well, how did you? What, how did Man, I tell you what, these like subreddits are not accurate. They're not accurate. They're not accurate. It's like this time I dated this girl, and the first time we hooked up, she smelled like bologna, and I go, and I was like, I was like. God, I haven't had bologna in forever. It's kind of gross, but whatever. And then the next night we hooked up, she smelled like bologna again. I go, who eats bologna sandwiches every day? And then the third night, I spent the night at her house. We had sex, and we wake up in the morning. She goes, I'm going to make something to eat. Do you want something? I go, I'll just take a bologna sandwich. She goes, I don't eat bologna. And I was like, oh, you just smell like bologna? Yeah. You really don't camp? <laughs> He's stuck on this. I swear to God, like He's I, trying to I follow in the you truth. online, and I, I feel like I've seen so many videos. I you with never, I never can't. <laughs> no, I, no, dude. When you said no. he camped, I was like thinking to myself, oh, I would have never taken him for a camper. Yeah. Are I, you kidding me? He looks like a camper. Yeah, he does. I have no camper qualities. Are you serious? I don't. The camp. Wooden, I would love the to camp. Water bottle. The I'm wood, into yeah. it. Yeah. Well, the, I saw the water bottle. And I go, that's so Rory. Guys, yeah. This is just. <laughs> this is swell. Just. Yellowstone gift shop or something. small footprint. shoes on stage. This guy camps. shoes on stage. Camper. It's all he owns. Is anything with good traction? He wears camper shoes. The brand. Yeah, like I love that you thought that. Though. I want that image to be yeah. out there for me. Well, Try right. Sarah now. <laughs> Tell us something about Sarah. I was surprised when I found out Sarah's in a long-term committed relationship. <laughs> I am, actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, that wasn't as fun. That was Again, wholesome, yeah. sweet, and then she'll no, cut your knees out. Yeah. None of your things are right for any of us. She's like, with a woman? And I'm like, wait a second. We've done her. no research on <laughs> any of us. She says he's our friend, and he doesn't pay attention yeah. to anything. Oh. I was very enthusiastic about this lineup. <laughs> Dude, until I found out who you guys are. Can you imagine getting Christmas gifts from Bird? Yeah. <laughs> okay, a compass. <laughs> hey, hey. I'll, I'll use it for something. <laughs> <but> I, <laughs> a Jackson Hole calendar. <laughs> There's some Birkenstocks for Sarah. Yeah, okay. I guess I'll... A, pride, a pride t-shirt. Yeah, looks like I'm going to Lilith Fair this year. I guess Bert wants me to go. Thank you for the ticket. Brad, a set of dice. That one would add up. That one would add up. I, I can use the dice. I just need a periscope to make sure I know what they landed on. Two mirrors. Oh, <laughs> 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 
Can I tell you last night? I'm checking the crab table like a prison. Spy kit. Spy kit. He pulls out the antenna mirror. Holds it up and throws the dice. By the way, Hockey Tuggy's the guy at the other end of the table. I put one of those ring cameras on the other side and then I check my phone. I almost got caught masturbating in front of my ring camera. Wait a minute, hold on a second. Not my ring camera. Not my ring camera. Not the front of my door. Let's reset before this story. This this seems to it needs its own sort of start and finish. I'm uh, sweating right now. I'm so, my shirt's coming off. Okay, there's the shirt. Oh, there it is. oh baby, yes. I'm the machine. <laughs> We can confirm it has nothing to do with the stage. He lives his life this way. The shirt is off. It's not an act, baby. It's not an act. No one can write this hat. You know what I think is funny is your tactile issues require you to take off your shirt, but not your hat. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty quick with the hat. I can take the hat off through the shirt. I like that you said I'm sweating, but left the hat on. (laughs) often escapes the body. The gloves. Yes. He's got a bottle of Fireball in front of him. Well, it's camping. a really nice compass. Oh. Yeah, but our phones can do this now. <laughs> Did I get lost going to his house one time? Why is he giving me this? Why does he want me to? Is this a joke I don't know about? Oh my god! Did A quick it. break. We'll be right back on the DVE morning show. <laughs> It's the DV Morning Show. Now, Bert is the only one not eating. Bert Kreischer, Sarah Tiana, Rory Scovel, Brad Williams are all here, uh, part of the DV Comedy Festival. Go ahead and c- uh, continue eating there. Uh, I'll take care of the comedy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it, was my, it was my nest cam, not my ring. That sounds horrible if I say it was my ring that I got caught masturbating in front of. That's my front door. Oh. My oh, nest cam. Okay, that's my a nest cam. Yeah, nest cam. You in front really of your front- like coming home, right? <laughs> 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 that worked on so many levels. <laughs> <laughs> How long can we go? We don't have to get off in the tent. You can do, do whatever you want to do. Oh, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> you can stay as long as you want. We don't. No one hears it. We just sit in this room and keep talking. And like, dude, I had to do that one time for Tracy Morgan. He came in and he was way blown out. And it was like <laughs> this is what? It, it, this is it was not best. Tracy Morgan. <laughs> and so he was in the kit. He, he's a beacon of sobriety. <laughs> he had um, just come from camping. Yes. <laughs> Our producer comes in and he goes, at the time and he goes. Uh, Dude, I think he got to go out in the kitchen and see Tracy uh, and decide, you know, what to do here. So I went out in the kitchen and he had an intern on his lap. And he goes, you know, I did the, I'm going to get this girl pregnant thing or whatever, you know. And I'm like, all right. And he was clearly not, had not gone to bed. Like, he was up all night. Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, well, we'll just see how it goes. I don't know. You know, some guys can turn it on no matter what. And uh, he came in and he was, he was dropping F bombs and he was a mess. So I took a quick break and uh, I could tell he was not leaving and he had his opener with him. Bradley was the dude's name at the time. I killed it that day. (laughs) And he, uh, so I was like, uh, I got to pretend because I can't kick him out. So I was playing songs like on the computer, like firing them and then pretended that we were going on the air and I recorded the entire thing. Oh. <laughs> and it was just and like... that's when you get fired, that's how you start your podcast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I've been doing that today. <laughs> None no, of this I, has I've gone had out. Those nights. I've had... Uh, well, he, sw- you- he swore so many times because so you know that seven swear. second delay, yeah. like as soon as you hit it once, it's not ready to go again. No. Yeah. It, there's a little refractory <laughs> a period on the seven yeah. second delay. So like it ha- needs time to build back up and he was just dropping F-bombs like... See, the problem you know, is one you have one of those where you get hammered and it works out beautifully 
mm-hmm. and and everyone loves it. I did one, and I drove from Detroit to Cincinnati to do shows, and and the shows were already sold out. And I go in to do morning radio, morning TV, and I'm hammered. <laughs> I'd had I had poured a 32 ounce Tito's and soda for myself oh my on the ride home, but I passed out from Detroit to Cincinnati. That's my leg. <laughs> and I and then I woke up and drank Brad's leg. I, I I woke up and I was I, I was, had a Brad's leg on my way there. I was I was thirsty, so I I thought it was water, so I killed it. And I didn't taste the Tito's. It was a lot of water and soda. His, his tongue is numb to the taste at this point. <laughs> and I was lit. And I went in to do morning TV, and I was so drunk that I couldn't really talk much. And then the ladies, like, so tell us about yourself. And I started giggling at how silly this was, the idea that I would come on for seven minutes and do morning TV, that any would sell any tickets. And I just go, my shows are sold out. I don't need to be here. And I walked away. I just got away, and everyone and they started laughing. The Sanford and Son theme, and you just walked <laughs> <out. laughs> And then, and then I just walked behind the, the weather woman, shirtless, going, "There's thunderstorms," <laughs> and and uh, and then Lightning and then and the thunder, yeah. and the thunder, <laughs> and the thunder. Oh my god, lightning and the thunder and the thunder. I love that everyone's reaction to it in those scenarios is always like, "Well, he's a comic, so just kind of let him be drunk in our yeah. place of work." <laughs> Eight AM, <laughs> uh, and then they were like, "Hey, we could add like nine shows if you want, because it it went so much better than just doing." <sighs> so what he's trying to say, <laughs> young comedians out there? <laughs> the first time I ever got yeah, drunk man. doing press was in Miami with the there was a gang called the <laughs> Zopounds, Zo Zo Zomob. It's a bunch of Haitian gangsters. Mm-hmm. It is back. You, sure, you, sure. you guys never lived in this world. You did a little bit, Brad, but not. But no, no meaning. In, meaning. No, hold on. Was, was, I, was I the mascot? No, 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 no you'd have to go in and do radio across the board. They'd have you do the hip hop station. They'd oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. You guys never had to do it that way. Brad and I. Yeah. Uh, Brad probably more, more than you guys. And but they brought me into a hip hop station. I was the one white guy, and they had a, a the Haitian mafia in there because they were trying to sell an album, and. Uh, DJ Laz. Do you remember DJ Laz in Miami? Pimp with a limp. Yep, pimp with a limp. Yeah. God, I told you. And yeah. so I just started drinking tequila with them. And then they all came out to my show that night. And they were calling me cocaine because I was white and fun. <laughs> wow. Oh, the old days of radio, huh? Do you remember when this used to be a... You, there used to be CDs on the wall? Dude, there was oh, like yeah. we were in a 10 by 10 room. And you'd sweat like crazy. That's the, the famous George Takei day was in that small room. Studio. And he opened the door. And Bert's sitting there with no shirt on. And Is it my birthday? <laughs> but Bert's reaction, oh, he just put both my. hands up like he was at the top of a roller coaster. He was like, oh my God! George Takei. So She's cocaine is white. Okay. All right. I have been duped. I've been duped a couple times. That was brown sugar. I don't know what I've done. I don't know what I've done. Brown, brown, heroin and gunpowder. Welcome to the... the uh, we, we spent the night in a, in a, in a shantytown in South Africa. <laughs> Where was the transition? I'll tell you what, you'll go anywhere for radio. <laughs> Anyways, I went to promote a the show I had in Cincinnati. But I still out. flew and then drove. <laughs> Don't you love alcohol? <laughs> <laughs> Can we, can we go back to the fact that during the break, I walked over to get the Sprite, and Bert jumped out of his chair. Now, this legitimately happened. Bert was, yeah. well, like, legit frightened because you had your head buried in your phone, and you looked up to find Brad grabbing the Sprite, Yeah, and it genuinely frightened you out of your chair. Basically I, like a 1950s housewife with a mouse. <laughs> I did, I did. I thought it was a baby, and I was like, I just couldn't, you know, it's like, I just, in this 
realm, I couldn't understand why baby would be grabbing the sprite. <laughs> right. No, we don't let them do that that's, here. No. That's why it scared you. It just scared the crap out of me. <laughs> now, are you opening a lot of sentences with in this realm? <laughs> this realm. Now that he's got a Scientologist, he's starting Exactly. We should go back to my room after this. I have still have beers and I have a whole thing of Tito's and sodas. I have a realm. I have a realm upstairs. <laughs> they asked, don't go camping. I really do not. I really do not. I, I don't know where I googled I it, and there's I, no uh, even on the uh, dark web. No Rory Scoville camping. Yeah. Nothing. It, it actually googled the dark web. Well, I googled dark web. I, 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 I thought maybe. And then some, then some really messed Everything up porn sites came up. Yeah. Every time I hear that phrase dark web, I'm terrified. I'm somehow going to stumble into it, like just from clicking on. So oh, that looks interesting. I mean, yeah. how many clicks away are you really from the dark web? From a lawn. Where you can episode. order a kidney. Yeah. I think you say kid. Bert, <laughs> you want to take this one? <laughs> can you get there from simple. Pornhub? Yeah. Go to Pornhub and uh, just Google kidney replacement on a mountaintop. <laughs> With Rhonda. <laughs> Underneath Christ the Redeemer. It, it's right there. I'm B- Bill B. Dez, uh, Google Rhonda from the bar. I did, and my and, computer started like shutting down. Immediately yeah. you go, oh, this is a real porn. We She's used wearing to- a Giant's jersey. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, thank you, thank you. When you uh, say a real porn, you mean like real people. No, real people Amateur. Amateur, amateur, but not amateur like, oh, like, like not bad on a cell phone. Amateur is in like... Two guys produced this. Decide, decided this is how we're gonna make our million. Yep. You know, Rhonda from the bar, right? <laughs> okay, we're gonna shoot a porn. And the guy's like, I gotta, I'm gonna have to shave off everything, right? And he's like, Yeah, 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 definitely yeah, do it. Like, it's just it's so that. underly produced, and then, but it's it's hilarious. You can see like she's way too hot. They have the light too close to her face. <laughs> like stuff that just it's like a lighting director. You go, this is a nightmare. That's you know, watching we, porn commenting the on the guy, lighting. The guy from <laughs> oh, yeah, what I agree with that. At? I agree with that. I will look at production value. Oh, hard watching enough you are like well did they care is there passion in yeah. this wait here's <laughs> my question let's write an actual porn like story that we can be <laughs> in where the porn never happens because milf I, porn milf porn is where they drop off milf porn it's always some lady that's like like uh way too hot for be, to be a milf i don't believe it i want i want someone who's like i want to keep my socks on like i want real milf <laughs> let's porn. write a thing let's write a thing where we're like in it we don't have sex with anybody well, but let's we have do sex we, with we, them. we can have sex with <laughs> you can do that yeah 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 it's acting i don't think you know how accessible your what you want is like you could do this oh yeah you think Rhonda from the bar is hard to get to that's not you could do that that's so crazy yeah. hey Brad do, when you watch porn do you watch yeah. a little person having sex with a big person no that's my life <laughs> oh god, i can't watch you i have, have to, to watch you have to fantasize yeah Porn's so, about a fantasy. My wife is tall. Like I live in a I live in a porn category because my wife is Asian. So so I have sex with an Asian woman, m- midget banging Asian. Come yeah, on, that's a bit. You're a big. Uh, I'm a hit. Craigslist it, item. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you're a subreddit, dude. You're yeah. a subreddit. I, I remember right next to Roy Scoville camping. <laughs> it's me exactly but I, re- I remember you telling me in your single days that the ladies, yeah. this yeah. was you were a fantasy for a lot of uh, women. I was a bucket list item. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> Some people were like, "Oh, Art, don't don't you get mad? Like these women are exploiting you. It's like I'm having an <laughs> orgasm." <laughs> They're exploding me. That's what they're doing. I'm I would, fine. I would get exploited. I'd be fine with that. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah. But now I'm married. So all those days are gone. Sarah, are you and- engaged to be married? <laughs> no. You just been dating. Um, yes. His uh, name is. Uh, he's a sportscaster. Right. So. He's on Dan's show. Right. 
He's on Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen, show. sorry, okay. Uh-huh. And uh no, I was just say I was just talking about the ring. Like so I my boyfriend wanted to get me a security camera for Christmas. So my sister who's with so me romantic. at the festival, I fucking love this. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Right. I just Morgan. Yeah. I just Morgan. Right. This is all pretend now, but please continue. And my, uh, <laughs> my sister is very protective of me and like she she never really likes anybody that I date, so she's always But she likes on, this guy. She likes him. It's taken her a while. <laughs> but uh, she, like, for Christmas, she was like, what are you going to get Sarah for Christmas? And he's like, I think I'm going to get her a ring. And my sister's like, what? Oh, and he's like, God, that's hilarious. yeah, I just want to keep an eye on her, you know, make sure, <laughs> like, she's... Huh? And my sister's like, what? <laughs> like, oh, like, I took romantic. her to get it sized, right, perfect for her. Yeah, yeah right? it's insured, you know. It's like, like, I mean, it you just know, kept nothing going. Like security. And, like, my sister thought I was going to... And then it took her a second. And then, um, actually, for my birthday, he got me a like an actual like gold ring, um, but uh, just as a gift. And he was so insecure about me thinking the wrong thing that he handed it to me like really high in the air, so <laughs> like, like four feet off the ground. Like, like he was like, "Here, I got you this," and he's like reaching it up, like he's gonna. He like, tosses it gonna here. Quick thing. <laughs> that's yours. That's yours. Do you, like, want to, you want me to jump and grab yeah. it? Right. I was like trying. I can't reach it. You know, I was like, <laughs> it, was, it was still in the bag, and the receipt was in the bag. Like it was literally like he just was to be very clear, very concerned. When I when I got caught, I didn't. I caught myself in the middle of uh the nest cam incident okay yeah what happened with so that? i'm i'm doing it and i realized there's a nest cam in our living room you have a cam okay so you I, in, no the in the house in the middle of the living room nest <laughs> in cam the living room. and i'm doing it and i stop Very and respectful i panic of the other people who live there like that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i realize what's creepier right children me scrambling out of the room junk in hand or me staring at the ring and finishing just going yeah that's right this is what I did in my house this is my yeah 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 this is a power this move is now. my kingdom this is my realm this is my realm no I won't come to dinner oh god I went on the phone to see what's going on at the house and Bert's in his realm again did you stare at my wife my wife's the only one that can get on and just yeah that's right that's right you know this is how it's done that's not in the commercial Shaq does they don't show that part of the, the they feature. should yeah. all the things where you like Bill Burr said to me, he was like, he's like, why would you put one of those in your house? They're all over. Like you're 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 putting you're bugging your own house. You're wiring your own house. You do yeah, the deep state can look at you. <laughs> we say the most horrible stuff in our house, like the most horrible well, stuff. Give us like ten examples. Yeah. <laughs> we watched fried green tomatoes the other day. <laughs> Isla goes, are they Lesbos? <laughs> She goes, what? I thought that's what they were called. Like, no. She goes, that's what I heard you say. I go, no, that's not what they're called. But it's from the island of Lesbos. Is that, a, is, is Les, well, I guess, yeah, Lesbos is definitely uh, derogatory. Uh, the, it's, uh, it's, it's very derogatory. Yeah. And But it, it was based off of Wonder Woman and the island of Lesbos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, they're yeah. not called Lesbos. Now they're just called Sinners. <laughs> that's right, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Sarah Tiana. Yeah, that's right. Get her hold some Brandon's favorite comment. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing with the Redskins when everybody's complaining about them. I'm like, I know they should really change their name to the Savages. <laughs> the proper name. That's Bible Belt comedian Sarah Tiana. Straight out of church. Just got here. Morning service. It's 
got to be refreshing to be Owen Benjamin. Just, oh, right. I and, know. Just, and just be like, God, I wish that's I where care. the commercial break set <laughs> in. Hey, actually, <laughs> we got to take a break. I'm making uh, a joke. <laughs> no, no, no. We're making jokes, but like, it's got to be refreshing to just go, I don't really care about anything. He doesn't. He's he saying really, everything. He says yeah. stuff that it doesn't offend me, but I go, oh, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> he said one thing on my podcast one time, and I was like, I was like, I think I might have to edit that out. And then I was like, I guess I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah, but it's almost like you're condoning it yeah. by letting yeah. it. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but yeah. But, but you're yeah, also like yeah, letting people. Also, I got into yeah. this argument about Kevin Brennan because everyone was like, why would you let him on your podcast? He just trashes people. I go, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, he's <laughs> funny. He was here last year for the comedy festival. I mean, dude, we love Kevin, but he cannot get out of his own way. I mean, I tell no. him all the time, like, he's his own worst enemy. And I remember I, the yeah. one time he was in. Was it Easter? Yeah, was like, I'm, I'm sick of Jesus. That was it. That's how he started. It was Good Friday. I'm like Kevin Brennan's at the Improv tonight. Kevin, how are you? He's like, I'm sick of Jesus. <laughs> sick of him. Here's the problem, though. Here's the problem with our country: is that oh, here we go. We're uh, <laughs> a few cocktails. Dun, dun. So there are people, are in. There yeah. are people that call feel like cocaine. Kevin Brennan. There are people that feel like Owen Benjamin. And to say that we will only dictate that liberal voices are the ones that are heard, liberal conscious just voices yeah, that's a little ridiculous because there are people who there are people that do horrible things that kind of they find them funny but so. under that logic somebody who says something super racist the only opposite of that is liberal and that's not the case there are plenty of conservative people who don't that's tell me. the line I'm of i'm not even conservative i'm super liberal Wait, what? That made no sense. Why are you finding yourself about your current situation that says you're super liberal? You know it's bad when you've drank the paper or the the plastic out of your paper cup and your whiskey is falling out and you're just talking about politics. And I already told you I don't know what Paul Ryan looks like. I don't even know what he does. Bro, I I don't know what Ryan Paul even looks like. I am am what's wrong with America. I am what's wrong with America. That's the title of your next special. I think you're what's right with America. You remind me of everybody I've ever grown up with. You grew up in a small town in Georgia. Yeah. Exactly. No shirt, drinking at 10 (laughs) a.m. Where are you guy at? see back in my campsite. Screaming about what's yeah. wrong with America, but not knowing home. any of the people in charge. I don't even know where Hong Kong is. <laughs> You're absolutely like every single one of my friends. I don't even know where Hong Kong is. Maybe that's the title. Of <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in China, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't I care. Think it is. I don't care. I love when the octaves go up on Bert because he's so excited. Live yeah. from Hong Kong. Bert, I did, I, did a, I did a fist pump for Trump yesterday. <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. Look, I didn't vote for the guy. I didn't vote for the guy. I didn't vote for the guy. But <laughs> Did you or are you just said, joking? When he goes, like, when he's, his he's going to appear if you say Harley it again. Davidson, when he goes, don't get cute with us. <laughs> I just thought that was great. <laughs> oh, what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> My arms went down. I didn't know I could do this. Yeah, yeah, it's a I am now. I said I wasn't going to drink. Look what happened. Yeah, <laughs> now you're having fun in I a chair. Know, I don't know that you ever decided you were going to drink. No, I don't know if that I think I just said that out loud so you didn't think I had a problem. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> Let them know that at least you're conflicted about it. Yeah, if I just out loud say I don't <laughs> think I'm going to drink. That's why you're thinking about camping is because that's all camping is. It's camp just drinking tonight. outdoors. What if you had done this next year? Okay, next year, same group. Camping. Same group, right? Yeah. But we all camp. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. Right? We get a, a POA. POA? you got to have a certain Wait. number of drinks to start using future and past tense at the exact same time. What if we had done this next year? <laughs> Nobody can make that sentence work. That would also just be a fun video. We've time traveled. That's a fun TV well, show, like Bert- making Rory do all the things that we think he does. Yeah. Anyways, let me get a, let me get a fire. <laughs> Look at your brand. And I tell Rory all the things I think he does. Camps. First of all, he definitely drinks craft beer. And I gotta try to pull it <laughs> off. I gotta try to make it happen. Yeah, you have to try to Anyways, ride it. This is my favorite local brewery. Single uh, speed bike. This is my black friend Dave. They do Dave. a lot of IPAs. They do a lot of IPAs here. I'm gonna uh, just get on my skateboard. We make yeah, we Here's make everybody my, do their brand. Here's my environmentally conscious yeah, we make, scooter. We oh. make Brad go work at a chocolate factory. <laughs> I guess I gotta do do this today. I guess I gotta make cookies for the first time in my life. (laughs) How could you burn the cookies? This is your thing. You never done it. This is what you do. This is your thing. You're on Treehouse Masters. Brad, you live in a you live in Tiny House Nation, right? No, no. Fine. I have a full size kitchen. Uh, quick break. Uh, we'll be right back here on the WDVE Morning on Show. The yeah, it's a DVE Morning Show. Randy Bauman and uh, Bill Crawford, Val Porter. We've been hanging out all morning with tonight's DVE Comedy Festival lineup. Question mark. By the way, uh, the will they all make it to the stage? Yeah, we don't know. Mm. I promised myself I wouldn't do this. Can we have showers the show tonight? Yeah. Okay, to everyone. I'm telling you, the fav- my favorite thing to do with theaters is shower at the theater. What? Why? Why? Together. You, yeah, you as feel, a show. You, just, yeah. you feel fresh, and you, you like show up in pajamas. You know, and you, shower at the theater. They have those at hotels, right? No, 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 no. You get to shower where Ray Charles shower. Anyways, this is our uh, special segment: how to tell if your friend's an alcoholic. <laughs> Usually starts with wear your pajamas to work. That's always a red flag. Shower at work, always a red flag. <laughs> I'm doing it tonight. Pick your poison. Uh, show I got up in your pajamas. Why yeah. can't you just still show up in clothes? Why does oh, it dude, it's so much, it's so much more fun to show up in pajamas. What are your pajamas? Do you have pajamas? Yeah, Where's the now guy? Got clothes. I know. Clothes. He doesn't sweat bad. You he doesn't wear a shirt fedora? on stage, but he sleeps yeah. fully clothed. <laughs> sleep with clothes on. Bert, remember Three the year suit? That's my pajamas. We did this. Uh, it was the call-in sick to work. Me, you, and Mitch Vitell had oh, yeah. all matching um, Adidas. Tracks. Track track suits. Suits. Yeah. And and we brought Bert brings them into the green room and you we're like, shopping, he's like right? let's go change and Bert just starts taking off all his clothes like a kid at camp and he's wearing no underwear. Oh wear underwear. God, Bert, <laughs> what wear are underwear. you doing? Yeah. I've never worn underwear. I don't like it. Why are we gonna put pants under pants? <laughs> I don't think they're pants. I think they're underwear. <laughs> 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 You're wearing shorts under your pants. I'm not wearing shorts. They're boxer briefs. They're shorts. Let's get they're thin so shorts. You think yeah. shorts and boxer briefs are the same thing. Oh, you're wearing boxer briefs? I'm wearing so you're boxer wearing briefs. A bathing suit under your pants. <laughs> I, now that I'll go with. But yeah. I will only I will say it's a competitive bathing suit <laughs> in the sense that it's so skin tight. 
right. Yeah. He's ready it's to not race holding me back from beating moment. my last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bathing suit from the 20s. Yeah. Look, when you're out there in the wilderness and there's bears, <laughs> you're going to want boxer briefs. Wicking. They wick. Extra layer of protection. It's nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're trying to start a fire a- with pure wood and no matches like a real person should yeah. do, you're going to want boxer briefs on. <laughs> no underwear. No underwear. And I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm calloused. I don't, I don't worry about the zipper. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I only want two sticks, sticks rubbing together when I'm trying to make a fire. Not between my pants. That's not and never my- with my denim. Yeah. And my person. Calloused? Can you say that? Sure. Yeah, 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 it's like a thumb. You know what? You, <laughs> the reason yeah. the reason you it's like, can, it's, like a, it's like a Bill Counter's thumb. Just <laughs> and sometimes it sticks out of my pants and hitches a ride. <laughs> hey, come on, Sacramento! There's some radishes. Sacramento the for radishes. To say that on the radio is because no one's heard it before, so <laughs> no one knows how to feel about it. We need somebody to go look this up. You know, I think that's okay. <laughs> We've actually never had this request yeah. uh, to get by. We've never. Charged. I don't know how. If I have a lot of broken parts. That was a Roman leader. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of broken parts. First that's of all, the part your about being a comic is like um, is, I like sharing them. I like sharing. Those you like parts. sharing your broken parts. Yeah, right. Don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the most apprehensive. Yes. Let's play a game called Secret Talk, okay? where we all tell a secret about ourselves. We've already I think looked at our women Google have history. to wear underwear. I feel like it's mm-hmm. like just because. Hey, can I ask you a question? We have excretions. I think I could say that. I don't think so. If you <laughs> can say callous penis. Wait, Sarah was arguing, not arguing, but just sort of stating, because we, we reset real quick. Uh, women need to wear underwear because they have a different biological <laughs> imperative. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a good and way to say. Mm-hmm. Burr was saying he doesn't need to wear underwear because he's already completely callous. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I got a thumb in there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I pick the smallest one of my hand? I got a middle finger. I got a middle finger. A couple of them. I can't imagine. I can't imagine why your wife plays defense on orgasms. If that's what she's working with. I got Frodo's big toe in there. That's what Frodo's big toe. So, wait, do you still wear thongs? I can. Yeah, you I can. Yeah, I don't they're wear them because they're not comfortable. There's no way they're comfortable. By the way, if I wore underwear, that's all I'd wear. Is a thong? <laughs> yeah. I if I get you a DVE thong, will you wear it on stage tonight? I'll wear it right now. Uh, <laughs> that's like, Anthony, so, get on that. I, don't, I just assumed that that's the only underwear he would wear. A, a thong. thong? Is that weird? Yeah, it's yeah. either yeah. nothing or a thong. Yeah, there's like, I'm like, I like thong. I think uh, my wife won't wear thongs. She wears like granny panties. Brad, yeah. are you a boxer or a boxer brief guy? Uh, I am a whatever the hell fits in the Do you think they make kids' Section of JC Penny. <laughs> yeah, do yours have Spider Man on them? Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. I got it, man. It's a husky. <laughs> yeah, husky, husky, husky ruse. That's husky the thing. It's like people are like surprised sometimes that I, that I get women. It's like, yeah, I had to pick up chicks with Bob the Builder on my shirt. <laughs> Oh, please say that's in your act. If that's not in your act, I swear to God, I'm going to throw up right now. I swear to, to God, if that's not in your act, I'm going to throw up. I, only, I, 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 think, I think the alcohol is going to make it throw I, up more than that show. I'm always interested at in where you shop and how you shop. Oh, just I, I just walk in and say, what fits? 
And then that, Where? and then he shops at what fit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. And sometimes I gotta go to the bar, and I got lights blinking from my shoes. Yeah. You know, it's just sometimes that happens. <laughs> move those little skates in the heels, <laughs> slide through the mall. I'm like, sorry, guys. It's Have you ever been to? Uh, if I saw Brad well, do this, that, I would be so. He's happy. cut down Have my. Have you ever been to a time. big and tall? It's their arch nemesis store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. that that was my favorite thing to do in high school. I would just walk. <laughs> I would just walk into big and talls and just be like, I. I dare you. No, 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 no. I've written nine jokes as you said that. I've written nine jokes. I, you, Let's hear five of them. Okay, here we go. You okay. walked in, you're big and tall, you're like, I lost my giant. That's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> Oh, okay. oh, Next subject? Yeah. I, no, I just walk into big and talls and then I scream at people, don't eat gluten! <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened! Oh. It's not your <laughs> You will not believe what happened to me last night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find one magic okay. genie at a fair. <laughs> I want to be smaller. I want to be smaller. Yeah. I go up to the Zoltar oh. machine. <laughs> <laughs> Bert just did a lap. That's it. That's it. And he lost his head. Almost went to the bathroom. That's the most exercise Bert has done. I'm training for a triathlon. <laughs> Any kind of movement you have is always almost something happens to you. Almost Almost went to the bathroom. His Fitbit just went off. My heart rate's at 131. I'm not even joking. Your heart rate's at Jack Daniels. I was sleeping at 114 last night. Is that good? Oh, my God. I just wish that guy from Runner's World was here to see that. I wish I was big. So tired of it. My wish is granted. Brad, put those all in tonight. Top five things dwarfs have said in the big doll. Yeah, 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 yeah. I lost my giant. I play one game on the Zoltar machine. The Zoltar machine last night. You're not going to I take a nap under a waterfall, and this is what happens. I will not believe what I've been through. I found some magic jelly beans. Magic jelly beans. I was trying to find a sock in the dryer. I fell in. And then this is what happened. You guys do alterations. Tonight's DB Comedy Fest is brought to you by SouthHillsAuto.com, Disaster Restoration Services, CW Electrical Services, Dawn's Appliance, and Permanis. Thanks to our friends for Permanis for, provi <laughs> for providing sandwiches this morning. Uh, and uh, you are, you are uh, abstaining. I'm abstaining. I'm on a diet. <laughs> I, I, my mental health is coming to film me tonight and tomorrow. I'm doing a triathlon. I legit have a nutritionist and a triathlon coach. I'm changing my lifestyle. I don't like the way my breasts There's, are I can, I can. Let me just step in right here. You are not changing your lifestyle. <laughs> not if I have anything to say about it. It's been a problem. The road's been a little bit of a hiccup. <laughs> yeah, what length are your shorts? Are they pants for me? They're a sleeping bag for me. <laughs> That's why I want to try to figure out where I'm more big and tall. He just buys socks to wear as like a tube top. <laughs> How, what's your biggest sock? I'm looking for a sleeping bag. <laughs> 
a camping trip coming up. <laughs> a camping trip coming up. <laughs> My friend Rory. Do you have a coat? Do you have, do you have a coat? I, uh, I need a roof for the addition on my house. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Do you Brad, have, these are, these are just, so much fun. Do you, do you guys sell trench coats? Me and two of my friends are trying to go to an R rated movie. <laughs> Stealing that. I am stealing that. We need a bank loan. Tonight at the Byam Theater. That's all I'm going to do is stand up there and say, What are the best things a dwarf can say in a big and tall? You can just do that. Those are so much fun. Oh my, oh my god. god! I just saw Biggins Hall in the mall. I was in last week, and I, I was. And I What's just, it like in there? <laughs> I didn't go in. Tell I, me. I didn't go in. I Tell not, me a tale, I'm Mr. Kreischer. It's oh. like my Augusta National. I'm not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes. tomorrow, Bert is going to be doing the Burtcast live at the Rex Theater. There are still tickets available for that at dve.com. Get those tickets. Sarah will be guesting at least on Doug's uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Doug Benson in town tomorrow for Doug Loves Movies, which is a blast to uh, mm-hmm. to attend live if you have never been. Tomorrow's a great opportunity to do it. A 420 start on the uh, south side. It's going to be too hot to be outside anyway. You can be inside in the AC tomorrow. Yeah. Just got like to get the health advisories out. They, you know, they, it's too hot to go out and breathe, Val, right? Air advisory. Air advisory. There you go. Air you, alert. Yeah. Val's ready to go camping right now. She's got the. She's always cold in this room, and she's got. I'm the exact opposite. I know the picture of the two of you next to each other right now. It looks like you're helping him out of the water of a polar plunge. She works for uh, the the was never. Don't do drugs, everybody. (laughs) Women don't have jobs. (laughs) Uh, Thanks so much uh, to to, uh, Bert and Sarah and Rory and Brad for being here with us. You know, every year we we, we put together. One of my favorite shows we've ever done. Are we funnier than any of the other DBS comedy fests you've done? Well, I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, the on-air part. This was a blast. You, yeah. I mean, yeah. and, and we, every year show looks like we're not good on stage, and that's going to come through tonight. I mean, yes, the, the jury is out. Is what I'm trying to say. Major but, letdown. No, the, uh, we always try to put together uh, a group of comics that uh, you know have a couple of people that we've been friends with for a while, and then you know people that we know, a group that they're going to have a blast. And yeah. uh, you know, uh, I think we hit it out of the park today. It was so much fun, and we're so glad that you guys were all able to do it. And we're big fans and psyched that you're part of the DV Comedy Festival this year. Tonight. Can't wait. Buy him theater. We'll see you guys there. Thanks so much, Bert. Thank Thanks, you. everybody. Thank you. thank you. Right on. Sarah, thank you. Rory and thank Brad. You. I'll be at the big and tall. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle's coming up next. We ran a little bit late. Uh, alert the affiliates, and that's it. We're out of here. We'll see you tonight and tomorrow. Rex Theater, Doug Loves Movies, and Bert, Bert Cast. Get tickets for those at dv.com. I'm finished. You stay classy, Pittsburgh. Don't touch your face. I got him dead, Pittsburgh, all day, baby. For now, you guys call me Ronald. Would you not eat my pants? Ronald. Ah! Mm-hmm.